Well, that's exactly right. What we've done is we've taken the 360, we've added a DSP, and then we've... What happened to your eyes? That big eye. We all need eyes to see. to see you and particularly to congratulate you on Lethal Weapon 4. I honestly believe it is the best of the four. Thank you. Thanks a lot. It's just great. I, I kind of feel it is too in a strange way. Well, well it, not that I didn't like the others, but you just keep bringing the franchise up higher and higher. It, it, uh, we've been fortunate, you know, and, and the, the stories are getting better, the characters are getting older and wiser and more interesting, and, and we had a great opportunity, you know, in, in two we brought uh, Joe Pesci in to give us a little bit of humor and another fresh start. In three, we brought Rene Russo. And in five, uh, four, five, are you listening? <laughs> in four, it's hard to believe, but we, we with Chris Rock and, and Jet Li, it, it's just filled out so beautifully. We're on a set here. Actually, it looks like we're at Santa Monica Pier or someplace, but this is on the sound stage at Warner Brothers in Burbank. And not more than 38 days ago, we were in here shooting. Now, I can't believe this. Did you edit as you went along? Yeah, we kept up. We, we shot as close to continuity as humanly possible. We were using the new uh, editing machines that are uh, a, a futuristic life for me. And um, three days after we were done shooting, I saw the movie. And then, of course, you go into it and start doing your changes and modifications. But we, we knew what we were facing before we went into it, and we planned it. And it was a well-planned military campaign. A set like this, this whole thing, what, what would it cost to build a set like this? Um, you know, I'd lie to you if I could tell you the price, but it was expensive. And it was a duplicate set uh, of half of this, where the water, this water is only three feet deep. We had the duplicate set with half the set, and the water was 20 feet deep. Where Mel and Danny at the very end of the picture in the fight with Jet Li. But uh, interestingly enough, the way we had to work on this picture is we created this part of the story two weeks before we shot it. And our production designer, a very brilliant young man named Mike Riva, Marina Dietrich's, uh, Marlena Dietrich's grandson, 
built this entire thing in two weeks. We were shooting it. It's extraordinary. But I mean, we're talking like many millions of dollars. No, 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 no. no, no. I, for this, probably uh, 150, maybe 200 thousand dollars. Wow. Which is a lot of money still, but you uh, build a house for that. I know. <laughs> You're right. You're right. Amazing. Just it amazing. is. It's the magic. I mean, this illusion that we create is. It's just so exciting, and um, in, in, I, that's, I think the visuals in three, are in four rather, are about the best we've ever had. Your opening sequence is just awesome. It is, thank you. And was that among the first things? That was the first thing we shot. That was the first one we shot because it was continuity. And we knew we wanted to get that out. We thought we'd put a trailer together with that for the theaters and teasers. And we shot that and a lot of it was improvised, but there again, we can't use any tricks. We don't use any computers in this. Those are all live action. So when you see that truck blow up and that tanker, tanker, it blew 60 feet in the air in the middle of Long Beach and landed exactly where the special effects people said it would land. I mean, but that's what we had to do. The chase, the car chase, when the car jumps off the freeway, goes through a fourth story of a building, through the building and out onto another freeway, that's live action. There's no miniatures, there's no optical, there's no trickery. And it was done on location? Not on location. You're on a genius. Well, we had to do it, you know, and, and <laughs> our stunts come out of our characters and come out of our character situations. So they're two crazy LAPD cops and they get in a lot of trouble and we got to show it. Well, I can't wait for whatever it is you do next. Oh, no, okay. thank you. And thank all you. the best to you. I think and to you. the major hit of the summer. Oh, your lips to God's ears, kid. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thanks did. a million. Right. That's great. Right. Thanks. Santa Monica Pier, but actually we're on a sound stage at Warner Brothers Studios in Burbank, California, and we're here to talk with Jet Li, Asian actor, who is in this movie, Lethal Weapon 4, and uh, you're a bad guy in this movie. Yes, I, first time I played a villain <laughs> in the Lethal Weapon 4. I played a lot of heroes in Hong Kong movies. But when the people back in Asia see you as a bad guy, what are they going to think? Yeah, I think, you know, they already know I'm the actor, you know. Uh, sometimes I play the hero, but I'm not a hero. <laughs> I just play the character as a hero. I play the villain, but I'm not a villain. I just play the character. So I think a lot of American great actors, they do the same thing, you know. Sometimes they play the bad guy, sometimes they play the good guy. So I think it's not a big problem. <laughs> I've always wondered when I see people like yourself, very skilled at all the martial arts, mm -hmm. then you make a movie. And I often wonder if everything we see on screen mm -hmm. is the real thing or if it's trick shots, trick photography. Uh, you know, when I was eight years old, I studied learning martial arts. So eight hours a day, six days a week. I'm training 12 years, so I know, I know how to play the martial arts. So in the movie, we do a lot of stunts, you know, a lot of fight, fight scenes style by myself. Sometimes I'm tired. I want to, people can help me, but in the States, you know, what in Hong Kong, not so much people do learning martial arts. 
so I need to do it by myself. <laughs> yeah. But what we see you doing, you actually do. Yes. 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 Just seated as you are now, is there anything you can show us? Yes, you know, uh, American have American style for the action. Hong Kong have Hong Kong style. So American style look like a boxing, you know, this kind of pung, pung, you know, this kind. The Hong Kong, well, well, martial arts, they have a different style. You know, sometimes they use, <laughs> you know, sneak style. Sometimes they use monkey style, tiger style, you know, whole body can movement. Sometimes we're training not only the outside, sometimes we're training inside, you know, how to become a good person. So that's very important. We're learning martial arts not for the hurt people. You know, we need to help people. That's very important. Of all the actors, uh, Mel Gibson, mm -hmm. Danny Glover, Chris Rock, yeah. who is the best in the martial arts fighting? Uh, I just fight with Mel and Danny, you know. Uh, they learn very fast. They know how to do American style. But you need to fight with martial arts, you know. Uh, we're training uh, every day, so we work very hard. They're, they're, they did a good job. They know how to fight. It's very good. <laughs> <laughs> Which one is faster, Mel or Danny? Uh, uh, Mel, a little bit faster. Faster, yeah. Yes. Back in Asia, in Hong Kong, are you called Jet Li? Uh, no, uh, my Chinese name is uh, Lian Jie Li. You know, the Li is my family name. Lian Jie is my, my name. <laughs> But uh, the people say maybe Lian Jie Li, you know, too long for the American people to remember. So they just take the land go. Just Jet Li, Jet Li, this kind of. <laughs> you like that okay? Yes, okay. I think when I was 17, I made the first movie. They gave me the name. Yeah. So you have been making movies for how many years? Uh, 18 years. 18 Yeah, years. I made 25 movies in Hong Kong. I always played a hero. <laughs> first time American movie, first time played a villain. Do you have other American movies planned? Yes. Uh, I have another movie with Warner Brothers and Joe Silver produced called uh, Romeo Must Die. All right. <laughs> yes. So we'll be seeing you and talking with you again. <laughs> and Jet, congratulations on your performance and Lethal Weapon 4, one heck of an action picture. And thanks for bringing you down here to the wharf. Yes. <laughs> here is the way shot an ending part in there. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. <laughs>
And what a smashing performance it is. Thank you very much. Yeah. Have, have you, of course, you're used to sound stages, but is this not quite remarkable? This is incredible. This is, boy, they need a plumber, don't you think? <laughs> yeah, they, they, they got a lot a of leaks. <laughs> they got a lot of leaks in this place. Warner Brothers just isn't doing what it used to. See, Batman really did bad, and they can't really <laughs> afford to get things fixed. So hopefully Lethal Weapon will fix all of this. I bet you it will. I bet you it will. You have one scene in this movie that just cracked me up. I laughed and laughed and laughed. The cell phone. But you got to know about cell phones to appreciate it. So how much of that scene was written and how much of it was Chris Rock? It was, uh, we rewrote. It was a lot of rewriting. Most of it, probably, you know. I think that originally the scene was, boy, I hate cell phones. Anyway, where's the bad guy? But then it, it grows and grows and grows and... Pesci adds something. Now, I don't want to get outdone by Pesci, so I add a little sub. And he doesn't want to get outdone by me, so it's back and forth, forth and back, and it became this big mushroom of a scene. Some months ago, I read this uh, magazine article that was about Lethal Weapon 4. In this article, they said that you told them that there was a scene where you all fell into a vat of cheese. Right. Now, did I blink and miss that, or what well, happened? Well, they cut that out of the movie. So you weren't putting the reporter on? No, no, on. no, no. We fell, definitely fell into a vat of cheese, and the rats were chasing us. <laughs> but, uh, you know, they want to make it, you know, they don't want the movie too long. So they cut that out. Well, were you sad that they cut that out? I was, you know, I didn't really look good with the cheese all over me and orange. I looked like, you know, orange, looked like I was in jail, the orange jumpsuit, you know what I mean? But, uh, was it really cheese? No, it was like, uh, I don't know, some weird foamy substance, some goo. Not really cheese. And was it just you? It was me and uh, I think Danny was shooting the mice. So uh, it, was, it was messy. I'm glad they cut that out. And how many days did you spend doing that? In the cheese? Oh. Three days. Three days of cheese. Just thrown out the window. Out the window. The, the, the scene, there's, there's some weird scene where uh, we're in the zoo and a tiger gets loose, gone. So, you what know, else? weapon, you always, you film more than you're going to use. I see. So a lot of stuff's not going to work in the test room. I see. Okay. <laughs> in the uh, scenes with Joe Pesci where you're both in the car babbling back and forth, what are you going to remember most about doing that scene? Uh, boy, I think, I think I came up with the leprechaun line at the set. Because I didn't know what he was going to wear. I had no <laughs> idea he was going to have that crazy hat on. So I had to, you know, that's when I went, thought of leprechaun, and it, it worked. Do you think that you'd like to be a police officer? Uh, yeah, as, as soon as they start paying cops a million dollars a, <laughs> for three months, <laughs> I'd love to be a police officer. That kind of puts it all in perspective, yeah. doesn't it? I got to ask you one question about uh, this um, Dr. Doolittle movie that you did. When I was interviewing Eddie Murphy, he said that the guinea pig, and you're the voice of the guinea pig, he said, guinea pigs are really just rats with perms. Ha, ha, ha! I told you he's funny. He's the funniest guy in the world. My God. Did he ever say that to your face? He didn't say that to my face, but rats with perms. I love it. <laughs>
you wish you'd come up with that line? I'm, Eddie, people don't realize how funny Eddie Murphy is sometimes. You're the witness. Was it fun doing just a voice? And yeah. That? You know, first of all, when you do just a voice, you can do a whole movie in a day. <laughs> so, but then, then again, they don't pay you for doing a whole movie. So, but it was fun. I had a ball. And that's, you know, I don't have any kids, but if I did, when I do, that'll be one to show them, Dr. Duo. And you didn't have to fall in a vat of cheese. No, I didn't have to fall in a vat of cheese. <laughs> Well, Chris, all the best to you. Lethal Weapon 4, I think, uh, will just probably outshine all of them. Oh, and you. uh, you're one of the reasons it's such a heck of a movie. Thank you. Thank you so much. You take care. <laughs>
There's one scene that you have where you're engulfed with fire all around you. Now, I know that was real fire. That was not uh, computer-generated fire. Right. I don't see how you do that. Well, you know, Dick's smart because he doesn't really tell you that you're what you're going to do until you're in it, you know? It's I mean, not in the script that the house is on well, fire? Well, it was in the script, but who knows? I'm sure it's going to be stunt doubles, and I'm sure he'll work it out in a way that we don't have to actually be in the fire, you know, three feet from our hair. And then the next thing you know, you're just putting that, that, that slathering that fire cream all over you and in your hair, and you're down on the floor, you know? So I, I didn't like it. It was too close. The flames were right there. See, next it was so hot. You, it was unbelievable. Next contract you have to write in there. Flames cannot be closer than. than. Well, no, I just stayed really close to Mel because I knew they wouldn't let him burn up. <laughs> Smart girl. One time, they actually put the fire, just came with the, with the, what, the fire extinguisher, like in our faces. I mean, what are they thinking? They let it get that close for dramatic effect and then just put the fire out. I mean, it's amazing. Anyway. <laughs> well, you survived, and I you've survived. got one heck of a picture to show oh, for it. thank you, Bobby. Renee, all the best to you, my thank dear. Thank you so much. Good to see you. Good to see you, too. Thank you. You're having a little stogie there, enjoying your cigar. Yes, ma'am. And uh, we have the storm in the background here <laughs> on the pier. Are you, you comfortable? Oh, yeah, sure. You, you, know. get, you don't get a lot of rain in Dallas like this, do you? Not as much as we'd like. Ah, yeah. So. I'd like to take some of this home with me, also the cool <laughs> temperature. Yeah. You know, I have to tell you, I think this is the best of all the lethal weapons. Oh, thank you. I don't know how you feel about it. Oh, I like it too. I think it's great. I like the way all the characters have evolved and families all over the place. It's just a lot of fun. Leo this time is even more lovable. I uh, find Leo very lovable. Oh, yeah. Even when he's being a rascal, I find <laughs> him lovable. Did you ever know anybody who inspired your interpretation of Leo? Well, I've known a lot of people like Leo over the years, you know. They seem like they're just a... Uh, a big old pain in the neck, but then, you know, you get to know him. Like Leo, we've gotten to know him through the cemetery scene. And you realize that they're just very lonely people looking for friends and wanting to belong to somebody and have a friend or a family member, you know? And so you learn to feel a little bad about the way you treated them sometimes, you know, and realize that they're not so stupid just to take that stuff. That scene, the cemetery scene, where mm -hmm. you tell about Froggy. Froggy, yeah. I I felt my eyes welling up. That oh, is yeah. beautifully played. Well, the first time I played the scene, I was crying because I was feeling sorry for Leo. And I had to do it again and not cry, you know, and just try was, to be strong. Excuse me. Was it written all, or did you have to improv some of it? Uh, it was written differently. I rewrote it and turned it around a little bit. Yes. Yeah. The, the people that you have known who kind of in, inspired Leo, would they do okay, okay, and whatever? 
Well, they do other things, you know. I mean, they're just very quick in their mannerisms and just being overbearing and trying a little too hard to be your friend and stuff like that. Uh, the whatevers I picked up from the kids, you know. Uh, people like that tend to pick up what's ever happening, at whatever fad they can get their hands on to try to be popular, you know. So that's what I did. I give Leo the okay, okay the first time around. And then I added the... And then I added the uh, whatever, whatever, you know. Whenever you don't know what to say, you say whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and it works. It works. <laughs> what is your least favorite kind of scene to do? Is it something that's really physical or fire or throwing you in the water? What is your least favorite thing to do? I think anything that's really degrading, you know. Um, um, getting beat up without trying to hit back or um, just taking a lot of garbage when you don't have to and in, in, in this case it was like with Leo in the beginning but you know Leo gradually grew out of that and we get to understand a lot more about him so I needed that to make it okay for me to do. In the scene where you and Chris are in different cars and you're mm -hmm. sparring back and forth was that a difficult scene to pull off or? That was uh, written a little differently also. <clears throat> Chris and I started to ad-lib, and he called me some names, and then I called him some names back. And some of it we couldn't use, uh, but we finally got, got enough of it to put in the film. And Mel and Danny are just sitting there having Laughing. a ball, enjoying. They love it. Yeah. <laughs> but was that a scene that you did over and over and over and You know, over? actually, we, uh, that scene, if I remember correctly, we didn't do that many times. It was quite simple because uh, it's really simple working with Chris. He's, he's a very talented kid. He's really good, and uh, we get a good repartee going back and forth, you know? Are you quite tired of people coming up to you and doing, okay, 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 okay? You know, for a while it was really annoying, but I, I enjoy it now. When people do it, uh, they say, okay, okay, or they give me the, are you a ute, you know, <laughs> for my cousin Vinny or something? <laughs> And so uh, it's okay, you know. I've grown to like it. It's it nice. It's okay, okay. It's, it's just a way of showing affection for what I do, which is nice. Joe, you're great. And again, congratulations to all of you. And I just think you're going to have a major, major, major hit. Uh, I hope you're right. And thank you. I'm glad you liked it, Bob. I did. I liked it a lot. Hi, Bobby. Hey, Mel. Hey, Danny. How are you? This is a fantastic setting you have here for us. Yeah. All on a sound stage. It's just incredible what they can do. It's amazing, isn't it? And this is where, Mel, you went into the drink. I mean, big time. Yeah. But you wouldn't drink any of it, believe me. <laughs> and then uh, I went to yeah. drink after him. Yeah. Now, are you, are you guys who like filming scenes underwater? Well, you know, uh, I figure for, you know, what we get, we might as well do it with a cheerful attitude. <laughs> it's not the nicest place to be, but it's all right. Yeah. And you get clean. What about you, Danny? You, you like underwater? Well, I think the chlorine, I mean, I, you know, I'm one shade lighter because of the chlorine. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know. 
It, it exfoliates, you know. Yeah. And and how many days did you spend doing those things? Well, three, four days. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a long time to be underwater. Yeah, three days underwater is terrible. Most people die. You, you, you begin to look like a prune. Yeah. I tell you, Lethal Weapon 4 just has everything in it. it you know, it's just fire and crashes Blood. and... Uh -huh. <laughs> Well, I mean, everything but the herd of locusts. I, yeah. I, I really didn't uh, see that. I, I must have blinked and missed that. No, no, you should see my wardrobe. <laughs> <laughs> the herd of locusts. Yeah. Or moths, a moth. Is that greatest greatest of wrath? Something like that. <laughs> no, I think it's just a biblical prediction. Oh, okay. Fires, flood, locusts. Oh, okay. Every manner of plague and disease. All right. You know, next year. It's all going to happen next year. The, the next lethal weapon Bobby's will have that. Probably not a plague of disease. She's not a plague of disease, is she? No. Are no, no. She's from Dallas. Yeah. Right? <laughs> right, yes. You go. I'm from Texas. Right. The freeway scene is amazing. Just amazing. And you're being pulled along behind. Now, how fast were they going when you were pulled along behind oh. on that table? I don't know. Not too fast. I think it looks faster than it is. Maybe mm. it was doing 25. Yeah. Uh, the stunt guy, of course, went about twice that speed. He got some splinters in his posterior, mm -hmm. but uh, uh, you know, it wasn't so bad. It's on a sled. It's well. It's all controlled. It's, it looks worse than it is. And Danny, you just get to drive the car and yell and scream, huh? Yeah, I did a lot of that, huh? I did the horn <laughs> thing. Oh, you know. <laughs> so you I like that change. We actually did it. The change over. Well, I'm seeing that. Are you impressed by that? I'm Very impressed. Imagine and what I'm you can do with a little cruise control. You know, that's what happens when you get a lot of money and two good people to do it. <laughs> <laughs> so, what, what could possibly be left for another lethal weapon? Where could they possibly go? Um, I don't know. I think we got the kitchen sink this time. Yeah. Maybe we'll discover that we haven't had the kitchen sink and then go back and rediscover it, reinvent it. Maybe what we need to be is like in an old person's home, you know? Yeah. Well, you, both of you keep talking about we're too old for this, we're too old for this. And then you turn right around and you do something even more spectacular than what we've seen already. <laughs> we're happy about that, you know? That opening we sequence, that opening sequence is just beyond anything I've ever seen on screen, any case. Oh, wow. Glad just, you like it. The truck blowing up and stuff? I mean, incredible. Did they really blow up a tanker? Oh, yeah, yeah. It the, went sailing. Up in the air? <laughs> Pretty funny. No, we're not, we're not pulling your leg. No, it did. It actually did. And so where were you when, when it went up? We were well, far enough away. In the next yes. county. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. They, they matted us in afterwards. Yeah. Well, it, the whole sequence is just incredible. It's good to see you both again. And you. Lethal Weapon 4, I think it's the best yet. Oh, wow. Well, How about that? I do. I think Coming it's from the best you, yet. That makes me proud. Yeah, yeah. I don't give them I mean, away. Really? Good. Thank you. You don't give them away? Uh, I don't give away. Nothing? Uh, uh, <laughs> take care.
everybody. Welcome back to Pop Culture Purgatory. This is Jeremy. This is Deason. Chris Shaw Martins. All right. And hey, we're finishing we're finishing out our Lethal Weapon commentary series with, of course, Lethal Weapon 4. Woof. Which, yeah. you know, it kind of it blows my mind the gap between it's like from 92 to 98. It's like six years in between the third and fourth movie. Right, yeah, I, I didn't. It's a hell of a jump. <laughs> it's like it's like that fucking jump from Beastmaster one to Beastmaster two, right, man? Yeah, dude, that was like what nine years. Like they started production like seven, to ninety-one. <laughs> they started production like seven years later or something. It's <laughs> crazy. And considering the profitability on that fucking on three, there's like no reason not to just jump right back in. But yeah, they took their time. I, I think yeah, was three just, was just a massive hit. I think it was three a huge the hit, most yeah. money. Yeah, the, of the first two. I think I failed opening up the show. I should have opened the show up going. <laughs> One of my favorite scenes in the movie. Uh, but uh, yeah, this is. Uh... I just want to see if you do it. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> now I gotta say, um, this uh, it's this one. It's hard. Like after two, three. And then with this one, they all have really awesome openings. The, all the intros are like fucking rad. Like, uh, two's got the great scene, obviously, with with Mer- with Riggs fucking freaking out, oh, oh, punching the yeah, top the car chase the car. <laughs> we have the awesome scene with the, with the great Eric Clapton and Michael Kamen scene. And then the then the fire three comes up with Lethal Weapon three. This one's just <laughs> four. It's like oh know, right? shit. Here we go, man. Here we go. It- and the first one, ironically, is like the tamest one, and that's got a naked hooker jumping off a fucking balcony. You know what I mean? Like, I mean that's still not very tame. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, but um, yeah, this is um, this. Is, so, uh, who wants to start off? Feel the first time seeing this movie, feelings of this movie. Whoever wants to jump in, I'll, go ahead. I'll go first. Yeah, man, because we saw this in theaters the year it came out, so 1998. I'm like what 13. Yeah, we're 13, 13 years old. 13, yeah. 14. And, um, uh, yeah, we went, I remember seeing, like, this, the, the, I remember seeing the trailers for this and all the previews, and I was so fucking pumped, me and my brother both. Even my mom and dad were both excited because they both loved the series as well. That's what was cool. Like, my parents, luckily, with I, I got lucky that they kind of had the same taste in movies that I, I mean, the reason why I love all these movies is because they showed it to me way younger than I ever should have seen them. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. You know what I mean? But, um. So yeah, it was just so much fun. I, we actually saw it like in Dallas at my grandparents that lived, or that lived kind of north Dallas, really, in this little shitty theater. I remember it vividly, taking like the little the old blue van before my dad got the new vehicle up there. Yeah, it was fucking. <laughs> it was cool, man. Um, and I just remember loving every second. I loved it when I first saw it in theaters. The older I get, I like this movie a little less and less and less. But I <laughs> loved it when I first saw it. <laughs> That's so funny you say that, dude, because that's one of the same exact experiences. Except I didn't see it in theaters. This was a blockbuster move for me, but the nice. uh, same, same exact fucking thing you're saying. It's funny because as you're a kid, you just have this notion in your head of just like, this is just following a series that I like unconditionally love. Kind of and, dude, I had just started getting into Jet Li, like watching like the Black Mask. Um, oh, my God. Dude, oh, like uh, Once Upon a Time in Once Upon a Time in China, the series used to have those on DVD, the the Dragon Dynasty DVDs or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so, like, yeah, you know, it, it, then Chris Rock, I love Chris Rock. I, it was, oh. This was right right when, like, I think No Sex in the Champagne Room was fucking yes, real popular. <laughs> I used to love that shit. And so, like, yeah, I was, I was all about it, and I, lo- I loved it as a kid. The older I get, I feel like Chris Rock is 
horrendously miscast in this movie. <laughs> one, I think but, one day, I think one day we have to cover uh, uh, the book of Spiral or whatever, the book of Saw. I, I, I watched I that. Do, I got, I got God. thirty minutes into it, and it's so awful. I thought it was a joke. Oh, He's trying yeah. so hard to act serious. It comes off like you can't, like yeah, was, you act, you realize you look like shit right now. Like it's just, it like he looks like he's like he's smelling a turd the whole movie. He's just got yep. this stank face going the whole yeah, time. It's, it's just it's weird. Rough. It's it's a it's a it's brutal. It's very brutal. But I mean, you know, when you're going on the eighth fucking Saw film that was written by Chris Rock, what do you expect? <laughs> and co-produced by it and acted in. So, yeah. yeah. And they and the fact that they get the same guy who did one, two, and three. I'm like, get somebody fucking new and different. Why does it still look like fucking two thousands with fucking new metal in it? Change it up, fucker. Two thousand fucking twenty. Why? I don't think you can overstate how fucking massive Chris Rock was at some point in time there, dude. That's, that's true. It's oh, very HB, fucking that true. HBO stand-up was a big thing in our house. That was a big show, man. I, like, I, I don't remember what the title of the show was, but that was a big fucking show. I remember Bigger and Blacker. That's, that's what, it. Um, that's it. Bigger yeah, and yeah that, that was yep, fucking yep. hilarious. What a show. Holy shit. Well, I can tell you right now, um, I remember exactly where I was when I saw this in the movie theater. Um, I saw this at Tinseltown in the Woodlands. Uh, with my grandma, we saw it. At, we saw it three o'clock, p.m., and saw it in. Uh, uh, I think it was number fourteen, which is uh, it's like closest to the exit because I think we missed it. We missed it by a week, and uh, that theater still exists. That screener still exists, and uh, it's a small theater. Holds probably like maybe I don't know eighty people, but um, it was. I, for me, it was a dream come true, man. So you know, I I, I can't. I'll I'll never be able to uh, ever re- recreate that that memory. It's it's an, it was an incredible memory, and I still love the memory to this day. And there's still a lot of things I love about this movie, but there's also things I I'm with Mike and Tron. Maybe you're the same way now. I, there's things I still like. Hey, it's not the best, but Richard Donner is still there. Joel Silva's Joel it's got Silva's the whole there. Crew, so that's nice. Yeah. <laughs> it helps to have the people like I I um I, I edited and 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 uh produced and and put out our 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 commentary, Lethal Weapon 3 commentary. It's gonna be out uh, next week. And uh I listened to a I, I put a bunch of interviews in there and it's one with Danny Glover. And I don't know if you guys have listened to any of those uh interviews I put out uh with, with those guys, but um weirdly enough, they're all done by this lady. Uh, it's a, a, a specific lady from Dallas, Texas. Um, and when they come through to do a showing, uh, they would come talk to this lady. I, I forget her name, but I have to uh, look it up for you guys. But uh, her name is Patty. I forget her last name, but um, she's really nice. But she's interviewed every uh, from Lethal Weapon 1 to 3. I'm not sure. I haven't got to 4 yet, but she's interviewed tons of people from mm-hmm. this from, from the opening, like the opening of that of, of that year in that city at that time. And uh, she talked to Danny Glover and she's like, you know, I talked to Joe Silver and I talked to Richard, uh, uh, Rich, Ricky, uh, Dickie Donner. <laughs> she said, Dickie uh, Donner. <laughs> uh, Dickie Donner. And um, um, she's like, she says that, well, they're totally down for a little of them, uh, you know, five, six, seven, eight. And mm-hmm. Danny Glover's like, they said that, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> really? Like, she, she's like, yeah. So they, well, that's what they said to me personally. He's like, oh, that's very interesting. He's like, well, I, you know, I would be, I would be down for that, but they didn't talk to me about that. <laughs> you know, so it's like this kind of like real, like real, like not really awkward, but kind of funny, awkward 
Um, and the fact that, you know, uh, just thinking about now, all these years later, where you know, uh, Mel Gibson calls up Danny and he's just like, you know, Danny, I've, you know, Donna wanted me to do this part five. You down with that? And, Don, and you know, Danny's just like, yeah, that sounds good to me, man. Cool. All right. <laughs> yeah, baby. <laughs> I'm down, baby. Oh, yeah, like, I'm bored with it, dude. It's <laughs> funny him discovering it in the moment. It's pretty hilarious, but why would he not be on board with it? Like, the fucking cash train is in town. Dude. <laughs> yeah, dude, no shit. These, yeah. are, like, these are just a, a, an incredible, like, uh, 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 kaleidoscope of different awesome fucking interesting people all come together. Because you see, you watch a Danny Glover interview, and Danny Glover, he's not like, he's not like Murtaugh. He's he's very much of an actor, and he's still fun, but he's he's a true blue, like on stage actor. Like he likes to do stuff on stage. Uh, but um, it's just really cool how they found all these people and 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 they became family. I mean, yes, again, it's about family, but I think this is the truest movie about family has there ever been in any movie series. <laughs> Lethal Weapon. So. Yeah, I mean, and they they did really good of also having like a lot of even like their production crew for all four movies, pretty much right. the same people. Yeah, right. Oh, you, yeah. you, they don't hear about shit like that too often. <clears throat> no, even you have cocaine, fuck, cocaine blades that have his fucking brain, Joel Silver, <laughs> there the whole fucking time. So, hey. hey. It was like, uh, what, what is it, uh, Fish Call Wanda and, um, what is it, Fierce Creatures? Um, it's literally like the exact same cast, the exact same production crew, the exact same directors, <laughs> the exact same writer. Like, it's it's crazy because they, they just had such a good time on Fish Called Wanda. So, yeah. I, I love it when you see shit like that. It's pretty cool. What's Fierce Creatures? I wonder what that is. Um, so they, th- Jamie Lee Curtis is left a, 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 a zoo that's falling apart <laughs> Oh, and then, wow. then they, they go to take care of it. It's all the same cast members, you know, John Cleese, Kevin Klein, wow. uh, Michael Palin from, um, Michael Palin too, from Monty Python. Yeah. Yeah. He's in a oh, fish shit. called Wanda as well. He's, he's, a, the he's best, one of the best parts of fish from Wanda in my opinion, but yeah. Yeah. He, he directed the movie. I'm pretty sure. What? Holy shit. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. Or he wrote it. Yeah, no, I cannot. It's a I cannot. <laughs> yeah, crazy. Oh, fierce, cre- fierce creatures. That's, I've never heard of it. Cool. I'm gonna check it out. All right. So let's okay. get into it's this. It's not that oh. good, but yeah, yeah. Let's get into the weapon. I'm ready. <laughs> right, right, right. Well, I, I'm interested, Mike. I love, I love that stuff. Man. Uh, yeah, let's do it. So we're all count. We're all down to zero. Uh, like Captain Planet, <laughs> but um, uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. I think it should be uh, noted too that we're all on different platforms yet again. I'm on HBO Max. We've always been, we've been on different platforms, brother. <laughs> every time, every episode. So. <laughs> right on. We're so business as usual, basically. <laughs> I think that most, I think most people listen to this just as a podcast, and they like it. I, um, yeah, I think it's how a lot of them like to do it. So right on. But you know who knows. But uh, yeah, we're 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 gonna do this right now. We're at zero. Um, uh, and we're gonna count down to three, maybe four. We'll keep you in suspense. Who fucking knows? <laughs> Here we go. We're gonna count down to three. I'm just kidding around. So ready, guys? One, two, three, go. And away we go. <laughs> my fucking shit lagged a little bit too. Like, well, we're gonna, uh, my WB just sat right there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did it freeze? So, so if you, you guys run, there's flames are happening. Oh, yeah, no, I'm seeing Oh, here it is. The flames, man. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> we love fire. <laughs> yeah, right. 
I've always loved that that um, the um, uh, 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 the font, the Luke Whitman font, but the, also yeah, the yeah. number. The number was always cool. Yeah, the, 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 mm. I always thought that, that it was really bold and just kind of like stuck out. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, yeah I agree. Fuck yeah, flamethrowers, dude. This guy's fucking nuts, man. Fully armored, like got a flamethrower, jamming some fucking rock and roll in his headphones. Like, this guy <laughs> you got like a welder helmet on, this, with, like, this like guy casual is, camo. He's either from Texas or from Florida. That that's that's just no way around. Oh, sure. <laughs> and always with the background story of he owned a mechanic shop and they drew him over the edge with taxes or something. <laughs> well, I, 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 I question those. him since he's using a flamethrower and it's raining at the same time. So that's a problem. <laughs> I mean, the man is just a walking contradiction. Wait, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's an MP3. So. Hey. <laughs> It's 98 was mp3 yeah it was a thing then that's right oh, i was, yeah. I, was getting, I was getting cancer from limewire back then <laughs> yeah. I, i'm sorry but we forgot to mention that this is 98 so yeah uh, no i said that it's it's it, oh i didn't no no I yeah didn't. we didn't say it we didn't say it when we we started the show we did it beforehand yeah <laughs> oh, 98 yeah because it's been like six years it's crazy crazy man i was out of one of those little disc uh cartridges that would fucking store 100 songs on them Oh, right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, oh, I forgot. Yeah. Yeah. Dude. Hell yeah. I remember that. I've right. got one somewhere, dude. And I pulled it up and put battery in it. And I was like, holy fuck, man. <laughs> <laughs> is, it, is this the Ford Taurus? This car here? I, this is the ugliest uh, car of all time. I can't tell. That's the worst car. Sound Vic? What is what we got? That's, here? Yeah, if, if it's if it's the cop one, yeah, for the Ford, that was what? Was it the Crown Vic? That looks like a Crown Vic to me, bud. My is it dad, a Crown Vic? Okay, I'm yeah, sorry. My dad had that same exact car. Oh, yeah, that's a Crown Vic. And then either... Mercury had the, the same one that looked at it, but they had a different name for it. I can't remember what that one was called. Exactly. But the they Marauder, looked exactly the same. The, I can't the POS. The Marauder, all of them began with an M. I can't remember what that, their... Yeah. Well, Mercury, but yeah. Mercury, but yeah. I like how they didn't just run him over. Yeah. <laughs> like, just, like, I get it, though. He's got a machine gun, but, like fucking do what they did in the first one pin the goddamn car with a nightstick and just launch the car <laughs> <laughs> well, we just we just, they just mentioned that lorna is pregnant uh well Murta accidentally did what <laughs> yeah. Yeah, can't be pregnant man yeah, it can't be. she's no, not married pregnant <laughs> yeah i think rick oh, and Murta yeah. those, those cop killers both of that that plate armor man take them out <laughs> yeah, asking me to be a granddaddy Ask me to be granddaddy. So sick, dude. I love this scene. It's awesome. So sick. These cops would have totally killed this fucking guy, like no problem. Oh, <laughs> he's, got, he's, he's got a he's got on body armor. That's why, which is reminiscent of that bank robbery from I think ninety two, ninety three. The guys were wearing in L A. They wore full. Oh, those two dudes. Um, yeah, 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 that shit yeah, was crazy. Right. That was which, wild. which I think is based off Army of Two with a PS PS three game. Or the game's based off that. I believe so. Yes. Yeah. He's a welder. He has a welder helmet, and welder helmets. I gotta tell. I gotta guarantee you right now. I don't think they can adopt fucking bullet shells to the fucking forehead. <laughs> not gonna happen. And they don't. They're not see through. They have blackened for shielding your eyeballs from for less than fucking bright lights. Right. He calls them flamo. <laughs> I mean, Riggs is putting them on him. The guy just got on fucking body armor. Is he black? <laughs> Mike, you just, you've always said the, you've always you said that uh, that sentence uh, on the last episode. The uh, was it script armor? Uh, the best plot thing armor. 
plot, plot armor, one of the greatest pieces of words ever put together ever <laughs> in my entire life. So. It's the truth, man. It is very much the truth. It's like and why nobody in fucking Harry Potter just sit the guy down and fucking tell him in book one everything that's going on. No, we got to drag this over seven fucking books when he loses his family. He's got and all these motherfucking people start dying. Like Jesus Christ, Dumbledore. We're gonna get. <laughs> There's the chicken. What you waiting for, Rick? What you waiting for? Shoot the bastard. Shoot the bastard. Shoot the bastard. <laughs> I do like Happy how he did take his little time aiming. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I like, how, I like how Riggs is like, yeah. Boom. This motherfucker blows yeah. up big time right here. Boom. Holy. Dude, the way those wheels tuck is so cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah Donner. Yeah. It's almost like it's going into boat mode, but you know it's on fire. <laughs> man, that explosion is massive, man. Yeah. Had a oh yeah. Explosion. That guy didn't oh, just right. die; seriously died. Well, it's dude. like after they oh fucking my god, it's amazing. In, after they collapse an entire fucking building in part three, like you got to step it up somehow. <laughs> yeah, dude. So we'll just light an entire street on fire and build <laughs> no, a fucking just... gas station and a tanker. I just want to see if you. And they it. just threw in a bonus building <laughs> demo at the end of it too. It's just like, oh yeah, here's another. Dude, fucking Murtaugh's ripped though, dude. He's in his fifties when this came out. No girl this time. <laughs> no girl. <yeah. laughs> I love that. You know, one of my favorite parts about that 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 tanker landing on the top of that car is it's not green screen. It's like for real. Like they dropped that thing from a fucking copter or a plane or whatever, a crane, and dropped oh, that shit. Oh, definitely a crane. Yeah. It was amazing. All right, here we we're getting into the things where I don't like. This is coming up pretty soon, and yeah, here it is. Well, I love this whole scene. This scene's fucking hilarious. I know, but this it's the other I, thing. I know. Well, once we get there, eh, here's the thing. Yeah, take him sleepy. Maybe chewing on Leo will wear him out. <laughs> <laughs> you guys got me in stitches, huh? <laughs> Jason, what did you say in a previous episode for, uh, what's it called for uh, Code 7 or the name of his boat? Oh, Jeremy had said it. It's, it's, their bra- it's the code for break at the LAPD going on break. Fucking, <laughs> fucking awesome, dude. <laughs> that fucking shark. It's like so fake looking, but not at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> Cracks me up. Hey, Jackie Chan was considered the role for the, the, uh, the role of Wa Sing Koo. But turn it down because he chooses never to play a villain in a movie. Which yeah, makes he's sense. never once he's never once played a villain, and this is what the first time Jet Li played a villain too, and his first American produced movie. That too, but I, I think I find it interesting because Jet, Jackie Chan was in the villain, um, and not the villain. The uh, what's it called? The uh, he did it like a couple of years ago. It's the something. The um, foreigner. The foreigner, and you could some could say he's the villain <laughs> sometimes. Well, I mean, movie, his, but... his kid is murdered in a terrorist attack, and he goes after the people who did it. So yes and no, he's definitely yes he's definitely and more no. an anti-hero. But yeah, <sighs> anti-hero. It, great movie though. I love the movie. He's great in that movie. But um, yeah, um, I love it. Uh, if you guys ever watched that, um, there's an episode of the uh, Angry Video Game Nerd. He does a uh, he covers mm. the arcade version of a Jackie Chan fighter game. And Jackie Chan is never the villain. He plays like three different people, and he's never the bad guy. <laughs> he does not want to be the bad guy. No, no bad oh, guy. This is a deep scene. I do. I love this scene. Yeah, where he's talking about she's dead because I'm a cop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like you can't get over that. That's heavy, man. This the end of this movie still has a scene that almost fucking makes me cry every single time. 
It's it's like one of my favorite scenes in, in like movie uh, yeah. history. Even though this is probably oh, one this, of my least this is scene. my least favorite yeah. Lethal Weapon movie. But it's, like the time, is, it's great for me. Yeah, it's a that's my word. least favorite child, but I still love it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's still my child. It's still my baby. Right. Still my boy. He's still my baby. You <laughs> ugly baby, but you my baby. <laughs> Somehow you came from my seed, so I'm ugly too. <laughs> I know that ugliness is a part of me, baby. <laughs> <laughs> deep, deep inside. Unfortunately, if you child, it's on your face. <laughs> I love that. Like, you're, you're pump, you're pump a Leo, like, Yo, you're pumping up your fucking ass. Pumping. <laughs> <laughs> This might be one of the most worthless pieces of IMDb ever trivia. Uh, the Murtaugh <laughs> family are played by the actors and actresses in the four films. So thank you. I, I got oh, it. Wow, dude. Uh, <laughs> hold hey. Wasn't there another younger brother that just goes missing? Or is it a younger sister that we just stopped seeing again? Ooh, ooh, I don't know. Maybe it's a younger sister. Because remember, like, I feel like in the first one, there's like four kids total. Nick, I there was Rianne, four kids, oh, yeah. the other daughter, and then I thought there was another son. I think but I don't, wrong. Uh, maybe not. Yeah, I could be wrong. But I'm, I kind of, but I also feel like it's like a ghost. Like I, I feel that. Like, like it's like maybe <laughs> that did happen. I'm not sure. Well, I mean, it's like the Cosby's. They had a kid that just stopped showing up. I guess Bill Cosby just raped him. He fucked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you give him too much fucking yeah, the Jello, man. Fucking. You give him some putty. Get that putty in the mouth. <laughs> Lubricated his <laughs> fucking dickle. <laughs> now take a drink. Victims say the funniest things. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Victims say the damnedest things. Yes. <laughs> I love that fucking Leo's like, I'm a PI, I have a license for it. They throw his gun overboard anyways. All right, this is this is interesting. Uh, filming began in, uh, on January 8th, 1998, seven months before its release date. That's all rhymes, which is weirdly enough. Anyways, <laughs> uh, uh, shooting in, uh, ended on February 10th, 1998, exactly 33 days before the release date. According to the editor, yeah, Frank, Frank J. Unsot, uh, to meet the deadlines, he had to use Avid. Even though he had never ever he's had never edited a whole movie using digital technology before, so this is like the like one of the first like digital digitally edited fucking movies, huh? Pretty cool, but filmed on film. Crazy, crazy. Yes, sir. Uh oh. I got Riggs just comes out of the fucking just fuck blasting. yeah fuck you man I'm yeah, shooting anyway, so I spotlights I'm shooting fuck I'm shooting dudes <laughs> I'm blasting. shooting Jap ass fuck your dad Frank. Guys. <laughs> you're dead and I love this you know I've ever seen this in theaters like I'd never thought that barrel was gonna come right back down like it does <laughs> I don't know why it's just like there's no way. <laughs> Oh, here we go. Uh, I don't know how much this is trivia. This is IMDb, of course, but uh, the only Lethal Weapon movie in which Riggs is not seen smoking. He was kicking the habit during the third one, and it's presumed to be kicked to habit by the time the fourth one began. Great deduction <laughs> skills there, IMDb. <laughs> yeah, man. Jesus. 
I'm seeing all the stupid IMDb shit tonight because I think that another trivia is just like it was the original lead actors are also in the fourth one, right? Played by the ones in the previous three movies. And I feel like Mel Gibson's also smoking during this happened. He just didn't smoke in the movie. So, (laughs) (laughs) dude, it's crazy. Apparently, Chris Rock and and Joe Pesci weren't even supposed to be in this movie. Really? Uh, they were they were oh. added they they neither one of them were in, in the original script and uh when they were added on they had to do a lot of rewrites real fast during filming. Pesci was hired at the last minute for 1 million dollars for 3 weeks of work. Oh my Holy god. Shit. Uh, he wheeled his way into the scenario. The screenwriter was 3 fourths of the way through the latest draft by the time Chris Rock was hired. And then, Butters was originally a gay police detective. Oh, I love it. it once it started, everybody realized how the decision to make him gay didn't work, so it was rewritten again to be the, you know, Rianne's interest later on. <laughs> right, right. You having my baby? Yeah, my dude, baby. I love this fucking barrel coming up. Like, oh, wow, look at that. <laughs> oh, wow, look at that. And boom. Oh, oh shit, run! The old Code 7. Yep, that bitch count. Oh, man, that's, that's heartbreaking. We've seen this boat through like every single movie except two. I don't know. Oh yeah, you see it in two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've seen we seen in one as well. Yeah, it's in the, I know. It's they, in a, they have the whole scene in the parking on the boat. garage. Yeah, no, no driveway. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Uh, here we go. This is interesting. Chris Tucker, Will Smith, Eddie Murphy, and Lorenz Tate. Oh yeah, Lorenz Tate. I remember that guy. Uh, were all considered for the role of Lee Butters. Uh, Tucker Lorenzo would basically go to play. Lee Butters, what a fucking name! What the fuck, call him Lee Butters. Chris Tucker too. I could. He was huge at that time too. Yeah, he really was. That's yeah. Well, no, isn't this pre? Oh no, this is post Rush Hour. So yeah, this is post Rush Hour. It's very close though to first Rush Hour though. It's crazy how close it is. Oh, they came out the same year actually. Did they? There we go. Yeah, uh, this came out in September of '98, so the end of the year, and Leap Weapon was kind of the beginning. Interesting. Okay, so this is after Fifth Element, so maybe that was one of the considering. And after Friday, Friday was like his first movie. All right, yeah. I love Friday. I love that movie. How you gonna get fired on your day off? On your day off. Wow, Boehm, uh, he got kind of fucked over here. That's weird. Why? Jeffrey <laughs> Boehm, like, 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 you have to go to IMDb. Like, it's not, there's too much for me to read here, but there's a lot of weird oh, stuff no, here. Oh, no, the trivia, yeah, I, I read that earlier. I know what you're talking about. It's wild how much he did and, like, like yeah, I like it, but not going to use it. Dude, that's how here. it goes, man. That's Hollywood. That's <laughs> a trip, dude. Fuck. I mean, Christ, your favorite director knows that better than anyone. <laughs> this is the last of six Richard Donner and Mel Gibson movies would work th- that would work. Th- they would work together. Uh, the first clip. Oh, well, I'd say that we all know that one. First one. But, you yeah, know, that's wild. Uh, this was this was greenlit in 97. They had no big tentpole releases scheduled for the summer of 98. In fact, production on the movie began in January 98, while the final third of the movie had not even been written. <laughs> Jesus How Christ. That? That's fun. That's nuts. 
This is the last movie that Joe Pesci started in, until he did The Good Shepherd, which is also a pile of shit, in my opinion. So. <laughs> yeah, directed by um, fucking Thanks. Robert De Niro, too. Robert De Niro, yeah. yeah. Who's, who directed that thing? Robert Mike? De Niro. Robert De Niro, yeah. It's, it's... He directed it, yeah. Um, dude, I, me and my brother went and saw the theaters, The Good Shepherds. We both fell asleep in the theater. That's how fucking yep. boring that movie is. Yep. And we don't fall asleep in movies. You know what I mean? Like, we do not. Yeah, I don't either. That, that's, that's how bad it was. I crashed hard in that movie. Yeah, I was excited about it. I crashed hard. I woke up during the plane scene. I'm like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> All right. Oh, yeah. yeah. The good shepherd. Man. Dude, I love this scene. Oh, and that guy, he's he's the neighbor from sheep, The Big dude, Lebowski. Oh, yeah, you're right, dude. From, hey, they, dude, you want to come down and see my show? Yeah, it's like his Peter Pan. I don't even know what the fuck you'd call it. Right. <laughs> the guy from uh, Big Lebowski? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's him right there. Hey, dude, you're going to show going on tonight. Like, train. It's no big deal. Yeah. Yeah. He's wearing that like leotard thing with like leaves on it and shit. He's got that chair in the so middle. So bad. And doing yeah, like the shadow art over. behind the screen. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you can still look perfectly through your window without having to roll it down, but it still does it just for the dramatic effect. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you might not not want anybody to see your face. I don't know. <laughs> Who's gonna rat him out though? Who just fucking this this uh, this man? Is, is, this man is the guy who created the uh, the uh, the office. He's an office space. He's the man who creates the. Uh, Isn't that Bill Murray's brother? Yeah. The Matt to jump to conclusions, Matt. Jump right? to conclusions, Matt. That's yeah. right, dude. Isn't that Bill Murray's brother? No. Is it Chad? Is it no? It's, he's the he's the guy in Groundhog Day. He's the main. He's the the Groundhog host, right? I don't think it's I don't think it's him. Oh okay. That guy just looks Chicago, dude. He, dude, I know, right? You just hear doll bears. Oh, guys. <laughs> New Englander for sure. Right. I'm going to find this Yeah, guy it is. Brian Dole right Murray. Now. That is him. That's Bill Murray's brother. Oh, That's Brian Dole Murphy? Yeah, oh. Brian Dole Murphy. Murray. Yeah. Murray. Bill Murray's brother, dude. What the fuck? That's him? No reason. Yeah. Jesus, this looks like Joanna's dad. Fuck. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, never mind. No conclusion. You know, no, it's kind of funny you say that. <laughs> yeah, no, he reminds me of he kind of reminds me of my fucking great uncle on my dad's side now that you say that. <clears> just like dude, he's really got uncle. He squatty. Uncle <laughs> <laughs> right. <clears throat> oh, here he is. Lee right, Butters, man. And yeah, this is where it all starts kind of going down for me. Even this whole introduction scene is just like, uh, the humor kind of falls flat for me. <laughs> He's like, all oh, act to be badass, <laughs> try to be like fucking awesome detective. Shit, Mike, Mike is it is not Bill Murray's brother at all. It's Richard. He's fucking uh, dead. It's Richard huh? Rail. Who? Oh, oh, that guy right on. Yeah, it's Richard Rail. It's our. Uh, his last name is spelled R I E H L E. Um, he's in casino. Wicked he's, mustache. And he's uh, he's Tom. Um, he's Tom Swarovski or whatever from Office Space. He's the same guy. He's the Jeff the conclusion mask guy. <laughs> oh no, no, yeah, dude, go look at picture of uh, Brian uh, Murray. They look a lot alike. They look person. very similar. Yeah. Oh shit, dude. Oh, he's in Deuce Bigelow too. I forgot about that. Deuce Bigelow. <laughs> You see all the movies he's 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 in like in the there's like there's like 
10 movies he's involved with in pro production is fucking insane. That's crazy. <laughs> Sorry, I'm losing my head. I hate seeing bad things happen. Good folk. It's like, bro, tone, it, tone it down a notch, Butler. Yeah, it's... it's, it's <laughs> biscuits. <laughs> I usually try to sort of, like, uh, block him out of my mind, but he's he still exists, so... Eh. There you go. Zealous. Overzealous. <laughs> Jealous. Jealous. <laughs> <laughs> No, I said he was overzealous. <laughs> he's loud. He's loud. Yeah, he, that's what I was gonna say. I feel like he felt like he just had to scream every single line he gets in this movie. <laughs> yeah, I, I know that's the that. Chris Rock way. Oh, it sure is. That dude's got one volume he operates on. Sorry about your boat, <laughs> Riggs. <laughs> I don't want to talk to before, dude. <laughs> At least this time it technically wasn't Riggs' fault. It was not. It was the can fire. <laughs> I mean, it's just the bad guys. We'll just blame this one all on the bad guys. <laughs> yeah, this, this is one of those things. What the insurance company would uh, consider an act of God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. One in a million shot with a flaming barrel into my boat. <laughs> Murtaugh, are you in good hands? <laughs> <laughs> Nationwide was not on his side, dude. <laughs> you have to put the dope that bad boy. Right now, first, Mike, I, I I don't know. I think you might feel the same way, but I'm not sure. I'm not, Tron, maybe you are too. But I very distinctly, the tagline for the movie that's always been burned in my brain: that the gang's all here. That like was a thing for like this is what I always connected to this movie: the gang's all here. It's on the poster, ta- the poster tagline. It was just like whoa, and that was upset because like. The like the Murtaugh family is not on the poster. It's like it's everybody, <laughs> but not the family. I'm like, I want to see the family in the poster, not fucking like Jet Li and Lita. Uh, you know, I, lo- I mean, I love everybody, but like, like the fact is, that well, I mean, it makes the sense that they family. would just show the main actors and not the family. You know, no, nothing against the family, but you know, yeah, I know, just they're background just, characters. Probably, <laughs> probably. <laughs> so yeah, Rene Russo. He's, I think, I, I think I like Rene Russo more than this in part three. Oh yeah, by far she's excellent. Mm. She just seems we're, so we're a fun couple, man. Yeah, I agree. And thankfully, they gave they they got uh, Riggs and she, and Lorna got the fucking Rottweiler. It's the same. I would assume it's the yes, same Rottweiler I, from part I three. No, I think it is. Uh, don't they have two? It dogs? must be. Yeah, yeah, that's the same Rottweiler from part three. Yeah, it must be. It's supposed to be. It might not be the exact same dog, you know, <laughs> production wise. And it was the dog. Like, Sam? Yeah. Is that supposed to be Sam or whatever? I believe I don't know. so, yeah. We, okay. we, we didn't even see Sam in 3 at all because we never saw Riggs' place in Part 3. That's true. Because it got destroyed true. in Part 2. We don't even know where the... I, we you know, it. Yeah, we he was always at the Murtaugh's house. <laughs> With the real life cycle of Hollywood dogs, for sure, that's not the same exact dog. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, no. yeah, Unless you were the bear that just died recently. Bert the bear, Bart the bear, whatever his name was. Oh, yeah. He's been like he's been he's been the bear in every movie for like twenty fucking years, including uh the the Leonardo DiCaprio one. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah. And he, he like all going all the way back to the Great Outdoors and even before that and shit. It's the same. Oh Bart the shit! Bear. Shit, dude. He just passed away recently. He's oh, like twenty seven wow. years old or something like that. R.I.P. Bert the Bear. Bart the Bear. Poor guy he had cancer. Bart the Bear. Fuck cancer. I got a beer in my hand. Drinking right to you, Bart. <laughs> 
Yeah, here's to you, buddy. Sticks up for Bart the Bear. Oh, he was also that's that's Bart in fucking um what did we watch recently, Jeremy? Beastmaster, the bear in that Beast one. Master. That's Bart the Bear. Yeah. What? That was like his second his, that was either his first or his second acting role. Oh, he's he's terrifying in that movie. <laughs> wow, hold on. <laughs> he's a he's a fucking bear, yeah. Hold well on, Bart. <laughs> I think Dude, Riggs, music. Riggs added an extension to his trailer. Was, yeah, that, I, I thought that too the first time I, I noticed. I was like, wow, is this like a new place? I But he had to have just bought a new fucking trailer and just started building on, <laughs> onto it. Because uh, yeah. that other one was literally fucking Swiss cheese and like <laughs> just all just ripped to shit. So I and love that. I, I love that Riggs is he's reading like a, a, a Karma Sutra book, but it's paperback and he's like turning it over. Like, did they make Karma Sutra in paperback? It's a thing. It's a dirty ro- romance knob. I don't know why he's turning it upside down. And shit. There's, no, pa- there's no pictures knob. in it. There's no pictures in it. So I don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, fucking my, my grandmother, my mom, <laughs> used to, she used to have like bookshelves of all those romance novels and books. Oh, and shit. Oh, okay. It's funny. They all look like Fabio on the front holding Yeah, exactly. This horribly I know exactly. drawn fucking cover. <laughs> you guys ever watch those uh those YouTube you ever watch those videos of Fabio when he wanted to become a motocross rider? No, dude. So. Hit up you hit up YouTube. You're welcome. No, I just remember the picture of him getting nailed in the face with a bird, and it was one of the happiest moments of my life. <laughs> All right. Who the fuck wears socks on the beach, Lorna? It's a bad move. But um, I'm, uh, well, we're trying. That's, that's, that's great what you said here with the, the, the face punch. But like uh, watching uh, Fabio uh, ride a dirt bike with like a corn cob up his ass. Um, it's amazing. Like he, it's amazing. Like literally, he does not sit. He, 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 he's halfway sit down, halfway stand straight up. It's embarrassing. Like it's embarrassing. He didn't sit down for like for like berms or anything. He just stands up the whole time. Like I am Fabio. Like just ride the bike. <laughs> it's a fucking joke, dude. I just look pretty. That's all I do. <laughs> oh man, that's funny. You better have let her in on the track history of like you know everyone I'm around dies right. Yeah, no you shit. Know <laughs> and I mean, hell, she almost fucking died in part three. Two bullets in the chest, all you know. <laughs> two she'd, be fucking, she'd be dead. I can't believe I said that. I love this. I love this scene so much. It's great. Oh, Riggs. I'm drooling what? Oh, Riggs. <laughs> right hand. <laughs> 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 Mel's face's reaction is so great. He's like, "Oh, I can't wait to tell Raj this." Oh, exactly, of course. <laughs> or, or just torture him about it. Meet the package deal. Oh yeah. Riggs <laughs> biscuits. Oh, oh my God! <laughs> better, better. <laughs> This is interesting. This whole scene is amazing. We all, we're all loving this scene, right? It's a great yeah. scene. Oh, yeah, dude. I, I, I'm just thinking about, like, kids today. Like, us we're, as kids seeing this back in the day, we're like, this is such a great scene. And well, kids, I mean, even as a like, kid, I probably didn't appreciate as scene? much as I do Born. now. Yeah, it's just like, yeah. what is this? Here's a fuck. It's like, but this scene's two great actors, like, reading great lines and acting really well together. It's awesome. Well, I mean, even... 
yeah, even even seeing this when I was a kid, I totally agree. But I was I was probably even thinking theater, like, all right, come on, let's get to the action. You know what I mean? Where's the explosion? <laughs> now that I'm older, I love all of them. like my favorite scene in the movie is at the very end. There's no action at all. <laughs> <laughs> very uh, apparently, the uh, ending fight is the only fight that's uh, incorporated uh, Danny Glover. So that's on the IMDb. Good old IMDb. <laughs> I, yeah, I was I was reading <laughs> that. It was supposed to be just Mel against him, and when they were doing, when they were filming and doing rehearsals, Jet Li was was moving so he was moving so fast the camera couldn't pick up his movements. He was moving faster than the fucking frame of rape. Yeah, he started to slow down. <laughs> yeah, and like they said, like there was like some seventeen moves that he did real quickly, and like only like twelve of them showed up on camera. And so that's when they decide, okay, there's no way the audience will believe that Mel Gibson could beat the fuck out of Jet Li, so <laughs> or or at least win in a fight, not beat the fuck out of him. So that's right. why they made it with Roger being down there too. <laughs> that's why they had to pale him on rebar. <laughs> him. Yeah, exactly. She was AK forty-seven percent, but um, yeah, I love all, <laughs> all, all, all this stuff. It's fan- a large family. Oh, I, I, I don't know. I, I still love it. It's still good. It's still. I'm with Mike. I like the storyline. I just don't like Chris Rock. And but also, yeah. this doesn't feel mm. like a Lethal Weapon storyline to me. You know what I mean? But right. I still, I still like it. I, I, I enjoy it. Don't get me wrong. But right. it is, in my opinion, the weakest story of all of them. I think, Mike, uh, I, I'm with you. But I think that the, um, the fact, that, uh, I think that this is more like a, a day in a life of Lethal Weapon family. Like, like wouldn't be a movie. It's just more like, like, what's going on with the people. Uh, this like oh this we were fishing and then <laughs> we're just bringing like, in a Vietnamese <laughs> family <laughs> <laughs> day in the life. It's kind of how it feels like. Get slaves out there. And I'm bringing slaves. And like don't get me wrong, I like the idea. It's it's just I don't know it. Even when I go back and rewatch it, it doesn't feel like a lethal weapon plot to me. I don't know. No, but I, I get mean, it. Being the and... That's why I think it's yeah, a. Day, that's why I feel like it's a Daniel Life episode. It's like an episode well, of I mean, lethal it's, weapon. It's a con- it's a conclusion movie. That's why I'm really surprised that there's they're still going to go ahead with part five, because I feel like with the overarching plot of the family being taken away from their land, that you got Murtaugh's family and the new families joining. You know what I mean? And new people coming it, into their families. It's gonna that's be just kind of what it's all about. Yeah. And then you got the why can't we? friends at the end um i actually have a feeling that uh gibson's gonna tighten it up a lot so that's my feeling on it. i hope it gets kind of dark again i hope I, I think it is i think it is yeah but i think the thing is though he's gonna keep it tight he's gonna keep it dark but he's also gonna get to respect donna's wishes and make something he'd love to not make it too dark but make it dark enough and then kind of bring it and reel it back i think that's the thing I agree, and I hope so. And Roger's just handing out money like they're fucking like he's dating a stripper. Like he's crying. <laughs> yeah, I did. Twenties on fucking 20s George Best moment. Did we get a bonus something like that? <laughs> what are we told me about. <laughs> oh. Oh, <laughs> 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 that's sexy. I love Darlene's love. I love her hair here the best. I love her short hair, man. It's yeah, it looks great. It's so attractive. Jesus. <laughs> and the snow's coming down. <laughs> now Rihanna is drop dead gorgeous. Good lord. All those kids grew uh-huh. up to be look good looking kids, man. Yeah, they really Ebony, did. Ebony and uh, I forget the uh, I forget her, her the the son's name, but uh, Nick. Nick. Uh, not his real Nick. name, but yeah, but they all look good. They look great. 
Well, you don't know <laughs> something. Burns all his face. Yeah, <laughs> dude. So like, like his brain is collapsing inside of his fucking head. <laughs> <laughs> Stay away from my girl. I'm not joking. <laughs> joking. <laughs> oh yeah. Now, like, like uh, I'll tell you guys right now. Uh, one year at. Uh, the office, me and Martin dress up as uh, Briggs and Murtaugh. I did not do blackface. I was just, I just did the suit. And I, no, oh, yeah, I never, afraid. ever, ever. No one should ever do blackface. I just want to confirm for people who listen to the show. It, we love, uh, we all love Luke Levin here. The, our, one of our favorite movies of all time. But anyways, I did gray in my hair. Did you shave the widow's peak, dude? Because that would have been the move. Uh, I think I think I've had widow peak forever. But anyways, um, uh, I did the beard. Uh, I, I didn't do the mustache fully. I had a mustache already, but like I went and found a coat just like Murtaugh's. I found the red tie just like Murtaugh's. I got pants. I got everything just like him. And Martin went and found uh, the Riggs red shirt. He wore blue jeans. He wore the belt with the buckle. And he didn't he, did he have a wig? He found the he wig. Did. He the wig from one. He found that fucking beautiful wig, and it was amazing. And Martin all day would fucking hit me up with that fucking turkey, the turkey chicken thing on the picture <laughs> on my cubicle every like two hours. He'd hit me up. I take it down. I throw it in the trash. I go to take a piss or take a smoke or whatever. And he'd come back and fucking hit me up with another fucking page every fucking time. He'd hit me up all day. Hit me up with the fucking shit. Um, <laughs> with the fucking picture in black and white every time it was amazing <laughs> sorry for the rant it was, it was fun i love this dude. Love the, the city has lost its insurance because of all the fucking damage you've done <laughs> they were promoting you and they do the little dabs it's so good the, <laughs> the finger dab <laughs> <laughs> Captain shit. The best captain of all time. <laughs> I don't know, Captain shit. <laughs> Take a lot of lunches, uh, go to the coffee machine. <laughs> you shit bricks. You finished? <laughs> Absolutely. Sure. About that. Captain <laughs> <After> Riggs. <laughs> <laughs> this is the big trailer moment in the trailer. I was like, oh, oh yeah, I remember that. <laughs> don't you want your badges? Badges, yeah, badges. I just paused mine for three seconds. I think I'm right ahead of you guys. No, you're good. Yeah, we're close enough, brother. Yeah, no big deal. Thank you, Captain. <laughs> Thank you, Captain. <laughs> no, Thank you, Captain. Captain. <laughs> you cut the Captain shit. <laughs> oh, Captain, my Captain. <laughs> <laughs> We got Stephanie showing up pretty soon, huh? Stephanie, Stephanie shows up pretty soon, right? The psychologist. Uh, I think so. Yeah. I think she, she's, she's literally coming right up. This is pretty close. <laughs> See, oh, this is an immature bastard. I was just telling you guys, it's literally what, Brett, what, what Martin would hit me up with every like couple hours. He hit me up with this fucking same thing. He tape it up to my fucking cubicle. I take it down. He'd do it again. Like, <laughs> so many pages printed out. He'd do it again every fucking time. <laughs> Look at you. <laughs> you really inspire me. <laughs> guys, got the crazy eyes going. 
<laughs> Eat it out. <laughs> oh, biscuits. Biscuits. <laughs> All right. Well, we have we have something with them right now. I think we talked about it a little bit in part three, but we have to talk about the influence of the Riggs jacket here. The jacket with the lines down the shoulder to sleeve. Uh, uh, this is a, this is a big that thing. Jacket then. right now. <laughs> <laughs> Timeless classic, dude. <laughs> this is the thing that a lot of kids wore back in the day. Like it was a dude, big seriously, thing. Seriously, big especially thing. the late '90s and early 2000s. Like everybody wore those to fucking prom or whatever the fucking dance oh, was. Yeah, <laughs> yeah oh, dude, the, the arm to sleeve stripes were on anything that had long sleeves. Right, right. It was an old navy staple, dude. Seriously, God, I used to go there all the time. I don't think I've shot there in like seven years. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't even know if they're still around. <laughs> no, they, they are. are. There's, they're, one, they're there's one right down the road for me. Yeah. Well, good for them, dude. <laughs> <laughs> At your service. <laughs> this is the best scene of the whole movie, in my opinion. <laughs> And he actually wants to go to her for advice. That's, That's what the funniest point. Yeah. Yeah. All these years of just fucking, you know, just giving her shit. <laughs> Listen carefully. I'm not stupid. <laughs> My time is reserved. <laughs> Real problems. I don't want this. You want to buy me again? <laughs> I don't like you. <laughs> well, not much I can do about that. <laughs> yeah, funny, I love this. I can't go above you. <laughs> <laughs> Someone will love you. He's so fucked up. He's so fucked up. Oh, yeah, that, that's you. like a fucking sexual harassment thing claim just oh, yeah, right there. <laughs> Oh, to the nines. Uh, oh, going back to the uh, the uh, real quick, the uh, old navy. I, I didn't go to the old navy. I didn't go to a navy for the first time until I was like thirty fucking five years old. So <laughs> damn this shit. I remember going to get my jeans there in like fucking junior high and high school all the time. Same dude. And there's yeah. sandals. I would buy their fucking sandals left and right because they were pieces of shit. So you'd rip them out. You know, you fucking pop out the, oh, the really? sandal in no time. Oh yeah, they were yeah. fucking dog shit. But they were like two dollars a pop. So you're just like, yeah, dude, they had like so many different designs. <laughs> um, interesting enough, you bring up sandals, Mike. Uh, in Tron, uh, I've had this. I, I I bought Vans sandals when I was uh, with my ex-wife. I've had the same sandals for the last like almost. Uh, Close to twenty years, oh, and then Joanna bought me new sandals for Christmas. I was like, I don't know how I feel about this, man. <laughs> Dude, I had I had a pair of Reese sandals, and they finally just got lost at the goddamn river one day. Uh, I had the same thing, dude. I spent like 50 bucks on those things, 40, 50 bucks. Those lasted me for like 12 years and were still comfortable. <laughs> they were so awesome. And I had I had a pair too of Reese that had like bottle openers in the bottom. Oh, I remember those. What? So was, oh yeah, it was all fun and games till you stepped in dog shit and you couldn't unlodge dog shit from where you. This is the conversation for a different time, brother. <laughs> it's perfect. And then and and like even if you don't step in dog shit, who doesn't want their fucking beer open with the bottom of their goddamn foot that's yeah, been walking dude. on everything all day? <laughs> <laughs> that's a bad concept. Like, 
<laughs> Dude, I, I've used one before at the river. I won't lie. They come in handy. Sandals podcast. They come in handy. Sandals podcast. So much shit in that fucking bottle top opener. So exactly. <laughs> Butters looks like he'd be the type to wear some of those sandals. <laughs> oh, biscuit. Biscuits. Biscuits. Yeah. He's talking a lot. Yeah, it's it's a lot of talking. Ten years old. <laughs> it's not like it's no Murtaugh going like, no Braves going like hey we, make you feel better and have a I mean, like, I, I gotta <laughs> I gotta be honest I think he's kind of funny and this this scene's kind of funny but it's just, it's he's just over the top all the time and it just gets tedious you know it is fun. he he I, I literally think he has his moments I think with the cell phone part is fucking funny as shit um, well, I mean it's just like Leo Leo's fucking over the top in every single movie it's really in three more than two right. but. <laughs> But Pesci, I just think he's he's a classic actor. I just think he knows how to ring it in and and knows what he's doing. And oh my god, I'm sorry. I'm, 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 he's got a, a red GMC fucking yeah. And he's fucking, a private uh, investigator. Oh my god, wow, that fucking wow, thing. Wow. <laughs> he's a hired dick. You saw me, huh? Yeah. How can we fucking miss you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> what you driving? I'm a PI. PI and a friend, so they know your vehicle. <laughs> Who's the perp? <laughs> I love this. So I'm a perp? Who's the perp? <laughs> Look at my suit. Look like at the my fucking tie. Crips accountant. Take <laughs> the guns, take the bag, bitch. They liked that move. They... <laughs> talk about talk about building a character, right? Like Leo comes from like a, a weird mobster sort of like swindler. Uh, you know, taking money, movie. <laughs> making money from the from the mob, and then all of a sudden he's a real estate agent, and now he's a PI. <laughs> yeah, dude, what a, what an arc, dude! He's pivoting wow. off of every career on something else. He's a man of many hats. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's that that is on point. Many hats. <laughs> you know, I, I gotta say, um, you know. We don't know. This. We were talking before about this movie, and how we all saw, you know, uh, Tron. You didn't see, you, you didn't see it in theater, right? No, no, no. This was a blockbuster move for me. Right, right. I, I figured it was, but I, I wasn't sure if I remember that or not. But um, you know, me and Mike saw it in theater. Um, it would be so weird because um, I don't know if Michael agree with me on this, but uh, for me it was because I had already seen like *Lethal Weapon* one through three several, several, several fucking times. This was like the end game. <laughs> For me, as a kid, I'm like this was the th- well, this was the movie for me. Um, it was a big. I was, was yeah, I was definitely time. going in thinking it was going to be like the last one. You know what I mean? Like holy shit, all these movies I've seen on VHS for all these years. Now I finally right. get to see one of them in theaters. Yeah, I definitely right. had that yeah. mod for sure. Same with Die Hard three when I saw that in theaters. Oh Jesus, yeah. Well, we we had we had practice that day, and I I came I, we came to Martin's house, and you were like. So what do you think of Live Free and Die Hard? I was like, I, I, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, that's how me and my brother were leaving there. Die Hard you were was like, awesome yep. in theaters, though. Sorry? Die Hard 3 was awesome in theaters, though. Oh, it's an awesome movie in theaters. Mm. Yeah. 
But, but it's McTiernan, man. He he's, he doesn't make those. He doesn't make those movies for fucking theater. The surround sound. He's he's he got it. He's got that fucking. He's a he's a great filmmaker. So. Uncle Benny. Not good at making. <laughs> not good at paying taxes though. That's yeah, no, time. Not, no. <laughs> but he's good about hiring private eyes to fucking put illegal wiretaps on his business partner's phones. <laughs> fucking idiot. Straight out of his movie. God damn. <laughs> I love Uncle Benny though. Uncle Benny's a lot of fun. Uncle Benny. Uncle Benny. <laughs> they put him in the dentist chair. Me and my brother have been that since we saw it in theaters. Fly the lights, you plick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some snakehead. So now it's a cop problem. <laughs> that pisses us off. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't really like bullets wasn't past my head, and I don't like losing my fucking boat. Yeah. I just love, I love, I just love Riggs' fucking reaction to all of this. It's just like a joke. Everything's a joke the whole time. It's a joke. Hey, Mo! Hey, Mo! Yeah. One, two, three. Hey, Mo. <laughs> and we got Jet Li introduction. Uh, the uh, the inter- introduction of Jet Li, uh, a, a, a incredible martial artist. Yeah, uh, one of the greatest of all time for sure. Yes, sir. Uh, you would have fun with it. Uh, I just watched this the other day while drunk. Uh, watched the one. It's a pile of garbage. The <laughs> Jet Li's in it. <laughs> He wears a oh my god! At some point, he wears movie, dreadlocks, and he also has oh, beach hair in it. California. It's hilarious. So check it out. Who Same guys who directed Saw. <laughs> Sorry. Who's the other one that he did with Jason Statham? The 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 Jason war Statham one or whatever. It. That one's horrible. Jason Statham. Yeah. Delroy oh, Lindo is in that movie. I was like embarrassed for Delroy. I'm like, why are you in this <laughs> movie, Delroy Lindo? I don't know what's going on. But Gina Carino's in it, Mike. Who? Gina Carino is in it. Who's Gina Carino? Um, uh, oh, she's been in lots of uh, Sin City. Uh, she's a psychiatrist in it. Uh, uh, oh, Carla. Um, she Carla, gets shows her huge boobs. It's Carla Giugino <laughs> or something. Carla Giugino, like yeah. Car- oh, sorry, you're sorry, you're right. Carla Giugino, sorry. Yeah, she's uh, gorgeous. Yeah, but she's Jetly's. She's Jetly's wife. Oh, <laughs> what? I don't know. Yeah, right. hey, man. It's it's there, but hey, whatever. Yeah, but uh, sadly she didn't show her boobs. Thunderbird, it's a Thunderbird car right there. My dad had a Thunderbird. Uh, Dude, my aunt had one too. <laughs> fuck. She had a, like a blue one. I remember when those came back. That was like a big deal for older. Like my grandparents were all about it because they had an old, you know, like '60s Thunderbird back in the day or some shit. Of course, dude. Yeah. When they were cool. But now it's like the nineties, like like they looked like, awful. the ugliest car they you can get. Terrible, dude. Yeah, dog shit, ugly. But like you're saying, there's all these old folks that are like nostalgic on fucking Thunderbirds. They're like, we're gonna buy this car. It's gonna be collectible. So now there's like thousands of them that cost you know a fraction of what they cost, and they're like fully preserved. <laughs> and and they don't even make them. them anymore now. Oh Jesus no. Christ! It was not Mel Gibson. That was, no. I was just about to say that was definitely not Mel Gibson. Not Mel Gibson. <laughs> oh, not Mel Gibson. That's not Mel Gibson either. That is. <laughs> yeah, that is. <laughs> I this get... is a really cool chase sequence, though. 
It is good. Um, I, I, I want to give you guys. I, I think I sent this to Mike, but Tron, if you want to, that also was not Chris Rock running up the stairs. But uh, uh, but if you guys want to check this out, uh, it's a great uh, half in the bag episode uh, about uh, a bunch of Bruce Willis movies. Um, it's fascinating. Um, those oh. guys found out that Bruce Willis uses uses earpieces to have somebody read his lines to him so he doesn't have to do as much. And there's so many fucking doubles in his movies so he doesn't have to be there. Like, this is stand? It's embarrassing. It's literally just, yeah, if he's on camera, especially for all, like, the newer shit that he does. All the shit to video releases. How very late in this game uh, Marlon Brando of him, dude. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) It's embarrassing. Tron, check it out. It's it's like, wow. I I don't know. What to think about Man, this. dude, that's insane. I feel like that would depress me in some sort of way. You know, you, you would be depressed because you got you got half the bad guys there. They're funny as fuck. So, but yeah, nice dude. That not Mel Gibson at all. In that scene. <laughs> wow, holy shit! That, isn't that the stud guy in Tango and Cash the, who gets the piano put on his face or the chair put on his face? <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure that's dude. the same guy. Oh my god, you're right. I couldn't find a piano. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's do it. Have we done have we done Tingle Cash yet on the show? I don't no, think we, we have not. We we were gonna talk about that a long time ago. Like the yeah, we the, do. yeah we, I don't know why we never get, get around to it. Cash. We'll have to do like a buddy cop series of like that are just like one offs, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That didn't get sequels or anything. <clears throat> I got I got one ready to go. I just I've been watching one right now. Uh from uh from Arrow. Not arrow, uh, vinegar syndrome. It's called tiger, uh, tiger claws. Uh, right uh, cool. Cynthia Rothrock, who I love, Cynthia Rothrock, rad. If you guys want to get some rent, Cynthia Rothrock fucking uh, fights. Check her out. She's fucking rad as fuck. She's from fucking the late eighties, early nineties, but she did a lot of this cool shit. She's an awesome fucking martial artist. But, uh, but yeah, check it out. It's a trilogy. You guys want to check it out? And do it sometime. Great. But it's all. She's also in a bunch of stuff. I love the dumpster scene. I, I know it's, it's like it's you know great. Still, <laughs> and it's still gonna hurt like a motherfucker. Yeah, I love that even the handcuffed Chinese dudes helping along too. <laughs> yeah, jump on three. As first, as first. <laughs> Mikey, <laughs> oh yeah, that would not feel. Hey, Reed, you all right? <laughs> kind of a call back to the first movie. You need to jump. Let's jump. Let's do it. On three. I don't have a partner. What's in the restaurant menu? What's to me right now? He's got thick, like, mobster hair. It's great. Mm-hmm. Here. The Goomba slick back, dude. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> is it, Mike, uh, Tron, is it weird that, like, Butters is wearing the same sort of outfit that, um, Murtaugh wore in like part Just two, like that gold, like oh, uh, yeah, 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 all shirt. muted colors, dude. Yeah, 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 it's weird. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess I don't know if they were going to be of... his son in law. It's an awesome fucking Jet Li scene, though. No fucking around. Dude, Jet Li plays a fucking, fucking awesome done, bad bro. guy. You're he does, done, dude. Bro. He works a great bad guy gig. I think, I also think, I think, also think he makes a great good guy. So he's great. Sure. Oh yeah. Um, he just, 
I know what That's the only his, thing else he's his done. Health <laughs> his, his health is full. His health is full. Yeah, he's got horrendous arthritis, like severe, arthritis. severe, severe. Like, but it's like, it's there's a certain term for it. It's like a real, real, real bad because it's just you know it's abuse he's put his body through for his entire oh, life. Right, you know. Yeah. <laughs> oh right, right. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no, he looks really rough today. That's right. That's right. But I mean, he, he's doing okay. He just, you know, I don't think he can do movies anymore. I don't. I hope but I mean, he he's in his sixties, just like Jackie Chan is now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he can't do shit anymore either. So yeah. Well, you know, Jackie Chan was in the Foreigner. That was on, that's only like two years old, and that yeah. was still pretty action packed considering. But I think I think I think Jackie really knew to sort of really knew how to, to choreograph that stuff. It's like I can't do all of this. No, he does all of his own stunts still. Yeah, I mean, uh, but um, yeah, that's interesting, but. He's at the age where he needs to hang that hat, dude. That's yeah, I, I totally agree. He wrote a book. He's done. He's, he's, <laughs> done. he's out. out. It's like it's like Lucy, uh, not Lucy Lou. Um, what's her name from uh, Super Cop Two? Um, Michelle Yeoh. Michelle Yeoh, like Michelle wrote. Michelle Yeoh wrote the book. She's done. Like she's still acting movies, and she's still amazing. Like she always been, but like like. There will not be a Michelle Yeoh from Supercop. Uh, Actually, I uh, saw was her it do four? three. She's in Supercop. She's in part one. She's in the first one, and and then she's the main character in part two. That's it. Okay, right. Supercop. Right. Supercop two. I think. I I think I like Supercop two more. I don't like uh, it more, but it is still really good. Like you know, the fact that Jackie's not in it was you know, he's got right. like a cameo or something. Yeah, but Super, um, Super Cop One's got like a song from Dimebag Daryl in it, and like Limp Biscuit <laughs> and weird shit. But like, I, I just love that Michelle Michelle Yo is the main focus on that because she's fucking awesome. Like, I love this scene, this scene right here too, where they're both talking to each other, kind of just discussing family and life and shit like that. I'm it's a you, cool scene. I'm letting you guys know right now, my that Bryce is trying to call me. Um, <laughs> Just take a minute if you need to. And the Godzilla song is hitting you the microphone right now. Sorry. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna, uh, dun, I can't, dun, even, I can't even text the man. I gotta. Uh, Damn, gives him a watch off his wrist. I know, right? Uh, I'll be your bad guys. Yeah, I love this scene. It, it's it's actually the you know, shows them bonding and kind of getting closer. And I get I get why it's like this in the story for what happens <laughs> later on. <laughs> But yeah, it's a it's a really it's a really good scene between those two. Just you know, both fucking men just trying to figure it out. You know, Roger's definitely doing a hell of a lot better. <laughs> yeah, for sure, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The way he houses and takes in these guys is just fucking. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's going a bit over the top with it, but you know, <laughs> like you said, there's there's a reason for that. There's a yeah, reason they're trying to show that connection. I guess I I guess what I don't really like this. The, the subplot of this movie, I guess that's why I don't like it as much. I just don't care that much about the story. Yeah. With, like, these guys and, you know, the, the, the Godfathers or whatever they're fucking called. Yeah, it does It does shift focus off of the main characters and their families, right? And yeah. into it going more and more along the lines of, like, okay, we're going to give you people to care about, and guess what's going to happen in classic <laughs> Lethal Weapon yeah, fashion? Yeah. And just and just writing tropes in general, you know what I mean? <laughs> right, yeah, dude, exactly. Yeah, you're right, dude. I got the same exact vibe, but also I was excited as a kid on 4 just because of the fucking stunts, you know? I loved fucking stunts, dude, when I was oh, yeah, around the too. stage. I was, yeah, th- this was, the, like I was, t- I'd just gotten into all the Jet Li movies. I was already really big into Jackie Chan, all the Robert Bronx and 
and and then also at that time I was getting into all the like the Chow Yun Fat, John Woo like the gangster shoot 'em up movies like yeah. A Better Tomorrow, The Killers, um, Hard Boiled shit like that. Oh, for sure. So yeah, I, I was into all of that as well. Fucking martial arts and the the fighting fight sequences and shit like that. I loved it all. Still, yeah, I remember, I remember when I was right around this age, like thirteen or fourteen, and had to write a report on who my hero was, and it was definitely about Jackie Chan, and I wrote a lot about Jackie Chan. <laughs> And why he's the greatest person on earth and why everybody should follow the example of him. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, I totally old agree. shoulder. There's yeah, right. Old shoulder. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, he was getting his fucking ass tagged there for a minute. Yeah, dude. That, that's definitely his. Yeah, yeah. Old shoulder again. <laughs> oh, he comes in at the worst time. Yep, yep, yep. Shoulder's okay, Raj. <laughs> you know what's going on, Raj. This is like when you shot your gun. Yep. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's one of those telling moments of, fuck, we're getting old. I didn't have anything left. <laughs> yeah, he was, he was getting fucking tagged there, man. Dude, yeah. Getting popped. Oh, fuck, man. Imagine, how old is he supposed to be in this movie at this point? Well, he got to be, what, 40s? 30s? No, 40s. It's got to be early 40s, right? Um, I'm looking it up right now. Hang on. <clears throat> so, like, the actors themselves, um, Murtaugh was, so let's say, 40 to 58. He was 52. Uh, Danny okay. Love was 52 when this movie came out. Uh, Gibson. Uh, hang on. 52. Gotta be. Was 39. He was 39. <laughs> Oh, fuck, we're not too far off. <laughs> Who was 39? I know. <laughs> Gibson, uh, Mel Gibson was 39 when this came out. When this and, came uh, out? Oh. Yeah, and um, Danny Glover was 52. 52? Yes, unless I'm just doing oh. math wrong. Jesus Christ. No, 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 that's probably right, and he's fucking looking like 40s. <sighs> we are, Which we makes, are, we makes are it funny. But... literally like three years away from Gibson in 98. Right now, yeah, and the plot and the underlying plot line, what's going on here is that he's too old to fucking hang in there with anything. Well, I mean, he... boxing against that guy that's understandable. I could get in a ring right now and still get my ass kicked, even if I wasn't right, sure, dude. <laughs> you know, probably even when I was in my prime, there was nothing different. <laughs> <laughs> We're not too old for this, shit. Uh, but it's a great scene. I love it. I love the whole scene. Like, uh, oh, yeah, really, sure. it's inspirational. Like, like, I'm not gonna get corn. Dude, what's wrong with wearing a suit? <laughs> You have to be this way. Like, literally, <laughs> I, I, I mean, for me, <laughs> I have to tell me this. I have to tell myself this, man. Like, I, I don't want to be fucking, I don't be, I'm not old for this shit. I can still do it. I can do it. And the, he's doing those fucking Hanes. Those Hanes. What's up, Butters, baby? <laughs> I think I'm a little ahead of you. There, I, yeah, I, mean, I, I got them on the donuts. Yep, same. I'm walking I'm, through I'm, the office. That's where I am, too. Oh, where you at, where you at Mike? Um, yeah. the, did, did the, the dog, dog hire you? No, the people lost the dog, hired me. Enjoy donuts. <laughs> you were okay. right on the same spot, B. Yeah. We're probably like five seconds ahead of you. I mean, it's not that yeah. big of a deal. Yeah, whatever. It's fine. Oh, um, according to behind the scenes footage, Rene Russo was very scared being hit for real during the filming of the scene where Bossing Coup. Knocks Lorna out. It's going to happen eventually in this movie. Right. Uh, but the single kick to the head 
so much so that uh, the fact that she refused to open the door for a few moments while the cameras rolled, yeah, prepared for herself. But great actress, though. She, she did it, man. Fuck yeah. Yeah, I'd be scared of getting kicked in the fucking face by that Fuck guy. Yeah, dude. <laughs> She's like, I'm a day player. Come on. <laughs> wow. I put that into the justified fears category. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> the interview I put on for um uh Lethal Weapon 3 commentary, like the commentary the uh the interviewer, she was like, So how do you like is it Renault? Bosu? She's like it's Renee Russo. I'm like, how the fuck could you could you figure that out? What? The <laughs> <laughs> nice enough lady. So, uh, another great golden fucking IMDb fact here. Uh, wow, what what a great revelation here from IMDb. Um, we have um, I love the only lethal weapon example. movie in which Mel Gibson doesn't sport long hair. Well done, lethal weapon. Uh, IMDb. Great. Yeah, he got rid of the mullet. <laughs> Hold I on. love the signals so they fuck you with the cell phone and then they make them so small. This is it. When yeah, they're small, this is the they're job. too fucking yeah. small. <laughs> I, I never lost my mother's phone. Should have taken two hours to take a damn long distance call. I love that. Oh shit, I messed up. Shit, it's all over again. I never lost my sports history. It was my mother's phone. <laughs> and this was the moment that that fucking Butters and Leo became best friends. <laughs> yeah, dude. Gets Butters. <laughs> and then immediately <laughs> after the conversation, they they hate each other. Or yeah. Butters hates him. <laughs> dude, they they could be a private eye group one day. Gets Butters. <laughs> <laughs> butters and, and, and Leo. <laughs> we gets Butters. <laughs> butters and Gets. Oh. Gets butter. I wanted you to investigate my credits. <laughs> investigate what? My credits. Yeah, butter's a pretty shit. good fucking PI. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I love that line. It costs me a lot of money, Riggs. Three dollars, dude. I love this dude. Investigate like, my what privates. The, what the fuck happened to your face? Like, ugh. Your stupid shit. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Out of your face. No means no. <laughs> I still say that to people to this day if I see scratches on their face. No okay, means okay, no. Okay, okay, whatever. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay, okay. Okay. <laughs> uh. <laughs> so you can follow Uncle Biddy around. Biddy will see him, yeah. Drive nuts and then Biddy will shoot him. Retire him. He's so sad about that. Yes, it's a great plan. Murtaugh had like the biggest fucking smile on his face since his boat got repaired the first time. <laughs> 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 it's a hell, hell of a smile, man. Hell of a smile. <laughs> Just because I don't have 50 suits like you, not many cops too, man. <laughs> All right, I've been wondering, where's the money coming from? <laughs> wow, look, listen to this right. fucking... It is listen to the business. Sorry. Uh, uh, yeah, it's great. Uh, I was going to say, uh, uh, this IMDb, another part of the, the great IMDb trivia, uh, the only Lethal Weapon uh, movie that was only number one at the box office, it's opening weekend. The other three were number one three weeks in a row. 
Thank you. <laughs> Definitely a quality uh, drop with this one. So I well done. It. Well done. I mean, it's still great. It's still great. Right. Yeah. I always thought this was funny too. It's like, I guess since they didn't fuck up any of the Murtaugh's vehicles in the third movie, they just decided they would just burn the whole fucking house down in this one. <laughs> I, I, yeah, 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 yeah. You start, it's like a like, Phoenix, right? God, they start damn. over again. <laughs> Rebirth. <laughs> what about this, Mike? Mike Tron? You might be through the fucking roof. Oh, this guy, I love it. This Mel's got the fucking stuff. laser on it from outside. Hello. How about this? In what, um, uh, what does it say? Oh, okay. Uh, in one scene, Briggs and Murtaugh congratulate one another for promotions by rapidly alternating, alternating uh, between handshakes and, uh, and salutes. This is similar to the scene in Forever Young, which is with Mel Gibson, and another movie with Mel Gibson. Well, it's the same Mel Gibson movie with, with, with him and George Went. Why? George Wendt from fucking Cheers. I don't, I don't, I don't get it. Like, IPB. what? I'm getting, I'm, 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 I'm out of this that, shit. You know, any random person can put trivia on these sites. Like, yeah, we I, can go out, uh, yeah that's out. true. I'm out. This is ridiculous. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Jesus Christ. Yeah, <clears throat> that's only... why usually once I've scrolled through like the first like 15 to 20, I just scroll straight to spoilers because all the ones underneath that are like stupid. Like, I love this whole ass, fucking dude. fight sequence. So I love like yeah. this whole sequence is really badass. It is good. The only movie which does not feature a bomb detonating? What the fuck? All right, I'm at IMDb. You fucked You're up. not going to get anything good You're out insane. of it anymore. You're <laughs> okay, Jesus Christ. That well has dried up for Fucking you. Lorna with the chair, breaking this dude, breaking it over the dude's back. And I'm halfway down the page. What else is there? Jesus Christ. Oh, that is not Mel Gibson. Yeah, wow. Holy fucking shit. Lamp lift. But it's all Jet Li. <laughs> oh, yeah, Jet Li time, dude. I do love the fight, I, though. Just I, think I, about I that. Think... He's such a badass that he, he he's faster than a fucking camera. Like, that's just... Yeah, it's so hard to <laughs> even fathom insane. that. I think the weirdest part is that Danny Glover doesn't, doesn't look like there's any sort of uh, person that's uh, betraying him. Uh, it's just him. It's all Mel, it's all Mel I, Gibson. I yeah, I don't think his stunts are as complicated as Mel's are. <laughs> yeah, Just because Mel's a... more, you know, trained in fight and fighting, you know, or his yeah. character Riggs is. Well, this is also my big problem with this movie Ooh. too. Is that Mel gets is. This, this red dot thing on his gun, and it's like there's no laser pointer on it. It's just a gun. Makes no He's sense. Got, yeah, there's a laser pointer on it. It's it's right underneath the barrel, and there's a little button on the right hand side you can push to turn it on. That's why it's like fingers uh, always on the outside when that's on. There's gotta be attachment to it. It can't just—it's not no, it just a gun. I mean, no, I'm serious. Like you can, I, I, my grandfather used to have one on his H and K. That was exactly yeah. Right. Some of them fit flush right on there, right under yeah. the barrel. Oh, okay. Well, I, I can't tell it all in this movie. So, <clears throat> I mean, that one scene where he's in the stairwell, like looking up, you can see directly what it's coming from. <clears throat> yeah, but, the but also the next scene is like it's just a regular gun. So like it's, it's, the the it's the, the same the, gun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, maybe, and yeah, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I do love how Jet Li would love to burn a family to death with babies. Yeah, dude. Like hey, man, you don't give a fuck. He's like, I'm gonna get this. We still don't even know like really what they're doing all of this for yet, even though like all three of us know. But it's like, man, he's fucking serious about getting this shit done. <laughs> right, 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 right. Uh, 
I watched the movie. I watched a, a movie today where there's a bunch of fake fire. This movie's full of real fucking fire. Oh, that so. guy just getting yeah. in the car. He is one. He's like one of the major stunt coordinators. He was the stunt coordinator on the Crow when Brandon Lee got killed. Whoa, really? Oh, he fucked up. Yeah. He still does. He still does st- stunt coordinating to this day. Yeah, gay. Well, good for him, I guess. It, he was actually off that day. That was his day off. The one day that that shit goes down, it's fucking crazy. Ping saved the fucking day, dude. Uh, dude, yeah, dude, seriously. Ping tr- crow in, episode like, soon. Ping, 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 ping. We already did the crow. <laughs> ping, ping, ping. No, ping, I said ping. we're gonna have to redo the crow at some some point. <laughs> Talk about the stuntmen on the crow ep- the crow set. <laughs> Talk about this shit. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, Murtaugh is saved by children. Ping, worry. ping for the win. Ping, ping for the win. Ping, ping, ping. Come on, ping. Come on, ping. They really went out of their way to give him some really fucking stereotypical, like, Chinese yeah, names they as did. well. They, like, yeah. Goddamn. Yeah. They, they, they didn't give a fuck about that. <laughs> oh, they held no punches on that one for sure. I'm surprised one of their names wasn't Ching. <laughs> yeah, Ching and Ching and fucking it, Ping, dude. It's weird. Like, like, like I, I, I get what you guys are saying from it. I feel the same way, but like, I, I still don't feel like it's really. Um, it's that. very, very stereotypical from American standards. It's, stero- <laughs> it's stereotypical, but I, I don't think it's ever meant in a, a bad way. I think it's like really meant from like a because. A, 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 well, that's the problem with systemic racism. It's yeah. embedded so deep that you get to a point where it's like, oh, that's not even offensive. But yeah, to some people, yeah. it still is. Well, no, but I know, to me. It, I know it's offensive, but also I think just because I could be wrong here because I just know I just know the uh, the I don't know the man himself, but I just I kind of feel like I know the man Richard Donner, and it's like I don't think he's a racist guy, but no, I don't think it came from a place no. of intentional racism, but like decent saying. It's, it's just brain to where it's just like, oh no, this guy's probably a ping, and this fucking dude. I mean, these are tropes that have gone around in Hollywood for decades and decades. Right? Yeah, it doesn't you know, begin so and end with kind of Richard things. Donner by any means. Yeah, I think, I think he didn't write the script. I think what, but, what I'm saying is that this is this is very innocent. This movie's innocent. Ping from Richard, <laughs> from Richard Donner's per, per, <laughs> yeah, ping 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 with actually stuntmen in the fucking trailer coming up. Yeah, this is the, the trailer. The trailer seems awesome. It's amazing. It, it was yeah. shot in in Las Vegas because no other city in the United States was willing to accommodate them. And every single other person you see on the road driving are either stunt drivers or part of this guy's stunt team. I can't remember That's the name. Pretty. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. It's like, yeah, they that better fucking be. You got a guy so- fucking. You know, surfing a table. It's <laughs> an awesome scene, Mike. So, Mike, you're, this is Las Vegas. It was shot there, but no, the movie does. The movie takes place in L.A. That's what I know. Yeah. But like this, this scene coming soon is is is, is Las Vegas. Yes, I two ninety five, I believe, is what it said. No, sure. Yeah, so this must have, this must have been I part of that hundred fifty dollar budget they fucking got, dude. Hundred fifty million budget that they had on hand. Was that what the budget was for this one? God damn! What? Yeah, hundred. Hundred forty million. No yeah. Holy as well. shit! Yeah, dude. And Holy. it grossed two hundred eighty-five million. So still made one hundred forty. Still, a lot of money, Jesus so. Christ! Yeah. yeah, it doubled its money. But wow, that that look. 
Let's go look. Hang on. I'm going to see what the budget was for part three. I'm, I'm looking too right now. <laughs> I think it was, I thought it was like 40 million or something like that. It was a huge cash cow for him. Yeah, it was. Don't be shy, Rod. <laughs> it was 35 million for part three, and it made 321 million. It almost made oh. 300 million dollars. <laughs> part three. Yeah, I think we talked about it on the last episode. It was like almost 10 times its fucking budget, dude. Like crazy. Crazy. Well, part two was 28 million. It made 200. It made 200 million dollars. Yeah, Sean's right. This one had the. First Sounds one had right. fucking $140 million. That's insane. <laughs> and that's, that shit. doesn't even include like marketing and shit like that. Why? Why was it, why was it $140 million? I don't, I don't get it. Well, I'm, I guarantee all the, I, I, I bet Mel Gibson got like a fucking yeah. $20 million pay. Yeah, he got a huge fucking, cut, dude. Yeah, yeah. Danny yeah. Glover probably got a $20 million pay. Richard Donner probably got a $20 million. You know what I mean? Like when you're doing the fourth movie and they've been so successful. That's when you really get your agent to negotiate the biggest fucking contract, you know? Yeah. I love on Google, like, the first question that, that people ask is, is there going to be a lethal weapon for? Well, yeah, fucker. This has existed for a long time. This, this, yeah. one's so, this one's so subpar, everyone forgot about it. <laughs> I love that that's a Google question. Is there going to be a... Oh and I, I yeah. love this movie, but it definitely is a step down quality-wise. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure, dude. Yeah, uh, but even before it was made in 1998, American buddy cop movie. Yeah, thank you, appreciate it. Welcome yeah, on. I didn't, I didn't seem to mind when I was 13, though. You know about the quality drop. I, I was just so. Oh, I, the I didn't even notice. I, yeah, I didn't, I didn't either. It's like to me, it was still another badass movie. But it's just yeah. as I've gotten older and I kind of appreciate movies differently. Right. Um, it's I don't just, look for different things. For me, like, they just overdo it in this one. That's the problem for me. I, yeah. I don't really feel like there's a quality drop. Donner is, is part even of it. With, I, even with fucking drop. Chris Rock? Well, that, that's... But that that's... A, yeah, of course. That, that I, I feel like that's a different thing, though. Like, like the action and the, and the, the stunts. <laughs> but, like, but, like, but, like, Riggs and Murtaugh are still the same. So with Leo. Like, they're all still the same. We get Butters, of course. There's a problem. But, like, I think all that shit... Is like a hundred percent like pristine. Like the fact that we have butters involved in it is a pretty mm-hmm. huge problem. Well, but like it's, I, I feel these action scenes are amazing. I agree. I agree, man. But I mean, I just for me personally, I don't really care about the story as much. It doesn't feel like a lethal weapon story to me. Well, I've um, said before, yeah. It's yeah, I know. And, and like I'm not I'm not trying to be fucking picky or anything. It's just, you know, to me, there's a major quality drop. I still love this movie, it's still fun. It's just not as good as the others it's still a great movie though oh, I, yeah. I agree i mean I this sequence alone is incredible we have a man on a tabletop on the freeway driving with uh, holding on to a plastic <laughs> fucking cheating some... from a double wide fucking trailer and it's yeah. it's amazing so we gotta figure out boys. whoever made that table because it's stupid stupid good quality and whatever fucking, <laughs> and whatever brand of tarp plastic tarping that is, because that shit is just cold and strong. <laughs> if my dad was still alive, he'd say, "I don't recommend." <laughs> would not recommend. <laughs> would not recommend. But I think that th- I think that five is going to be the one that's going to be the the, the, solidi- the solidifier. I think it's going to be the one that's going to solidify everything. I hope so. We'll In see. my opinion, I don't. Think I'm not going to get my like hopes this. up at all. I, the problem, the thing is, though, I think that whatever Donner was writing beforehand, and 
Mel Gibson knows whatever he was writing beforehand. He knows, and so does uh, 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 Danny. Uh, they know that it cannot be done. So I think it's going to be quieted down and more subdued. Subdued, and I think it's going to be probably one of the best sequels we ever seen. And we're going to have everybody. We have Darlene Love come back. Everybody's going to come back. And I think it's going to be a, a, a really great send off for these people. I hope so. I like I that. said, I'm not getting my yeah. hopes up at all. <laughs> yeah, I, I really, really hope that to be true. Honestly, me, Tron, you don't know, but me and Mike have had so many drunk, drunk combos at the end of the night. Like, man, I hope fucking Live Love Five's good. Like, I, I, it's, gotta be, it's gotta be good, right? I'm not feeling, I'm not feeling, it, I'm not feeling it. But like, it's gonna be great. But I feel like this is like this is Donner's like it's like his like it's his soul. Like this is his thing, and it's like besides Superman, you know, this is Donner, man. Oh, I love uh, it. Well, dude, I love this sequence. They're fucking just driving through the building. <laughs> and it looks fucking so ridiculous. Like, how did you hit a ramp to get into the building and then get enough air to go out of the building and then back on the highway? <laughs> it's, it's before, like, like it's before, like, like, Transformers and shit. It's like, it's like a real, like, crazy <laughs> business building jumps, jump to jump city scene. In a shitty like nineties car. <laughs> yeah. Fucking the grand the Pontiac Grand Prix. <laughs> it's not even like the sport one, it's the sedan version. <laughs> the four door for fuck's sake. It might as well be the station wagon. They're driving on fucking flat tires, too. I know it's so hilarious. I do love that little shot, like whenever it lands and all the you can just see the tires immediately deflate. Oh shit. <laughs> the lights explode out of it. <laughs> I think Which is it's realistic. They, they're gonna blow you're gonna blow tires pretty quick, man. <laughs> Hell yeah, there's no way around it there. <laughs> 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 yeah, you can read this too close, yeah. Yeah, maybe a little too close. <laughs> you're too close, you're too close, man. <laughs> <laughs> This is better than like a hundred percent of most sequels nowadays. It's just a good sequel. Oh, I totally agree. Oh, Don't get yeah, me wrong. I mean, you know, this is this is like way better than fucking, you know, like even Bad Boys 2 to Bad Boys 1. And I still like Bad Boys 2. It just gets ridiculous at the end. <laughs> oh, oh, Bad Boys 2 is ridiculous, but yeah. But it's I love, Michael it. I, I love Bad Boys 2. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You've never seen Bad Boys 2. Jumping through the air. <laughs> Donner keeps it. Donner tries to keep it like fucking like in the real world. Like, yeah, yeah, I get it's different, but like, I'm gonna try to keep it in the real world, and that's that's Donner, man. Yeah, just just run driving off a freeway through an office building and then back on the freeway. (laughs) 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 Happens in car chases all the time. Fucking know what I mean, (laughs) dude. I agree with you. You know what I I mean, buddy. I agree with you, man. (laughs) Weirdly enough. I think by the end of the night, um, we have to remember all three of us. We have to give some praise to Donner because we haven't done a, a, a retrospective, but I think weirdly enough, we did a retrospective on Donner right now, in a way. And we have. Yeah, I mean, over these episodes, for sure. I mean, this is, yeah. this, in my opinion, these are his magnum opuses. Of course, you know, you've got he's got so many other great films. Oh man, uh, he, cr- he created Superman. the man. Who, he created the man who could fly. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. But yeah, I mean, they, to me, these are just his best work. All yes, four. I agree. For sure. I still fucking love conspiracy theory too. 
I love conspiracy theory. I love sixteen blocks. Uh, yeah, I, me I, too. Another good one. <clears throat> I love a lot. Of, I love the comedies that Richard Donner did. I love a lot of stuff that he did. He, Didn't he, he do Scrooged as well? He Scrooged. Yeah, Scrooge. yeah, great movie. He did um, a great movie called. Um, Oh, the Goonies, of course, the Goonies. Well, yeah, the Goonies, of, of course, Obs. Always Joanna that. says Obs. I, I hate Obs. it, but she said Obs. But he did an awesome movie uh, called, like, uh, No Way Out or some shit like that from the 80s. That oh, yeah. Awesome. With, is that awesome. with Kevin Costner? Uh, no, and, it's got a similar name to it. Hold on. I'm going to find uh, it for you. Oh, okay. Because it's, it's going to be a movie that we gonna, we're going to cover at some point. So I got to look it up. Man, House Fire would suck ass. Suck ass. <laughs> I mean, it yeah, that, that would be like the absolute fucking. That fucking sounds like a, something something Data would say on fucking Next Generation. <laughs> I'm sorry, Captain. They say they suck ass. <laughs> the hell you doing there? Mm-hmm. And they're wearing, they're wearing the exact same suits. It's weird. Man, Darlene's Darlene loves hair. It's fucking she that woman can pull that shit hair off. It's it, it's perfect. Oh yeah. Oh my. This whole scene is I think this whole scene's very good. That's a good oh, scene. for sure. Yeah, I love it too, man, for sure. Oh, she's so hot. Oh, I'm sorry. I said that out loud. Super fine. Oh, yes, dude. <laughs> the way fucking Chris Rock is in this whole fucking sequence. <laughs> It's like, dude, pick pick your times, man. <laughs> yeah. Pick your fucking moments. You guys know that, that Richard Donner direct, started directing stuff in 1960? Been director for a long time. God damn. Well, I mean, yeah, he was, what, ni- 90 years old when he died, right? Yeah, it's close to, he was in his mid-90s, yeah, I believe. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, a long crazy. fucking life, dude. Yeah. Yeah. He directed like Riggs is fucking dying. <laughs> Anybody who's hearing this right now, look up uh, Ricky, Richard Donner's uh, INDB. The man is directed. He's a legend. If you yeah, he's ninety-one. Oh, dude, I love 91. this. He's got the fucking shit in his mouth with a tooth. Oh, I'm, like, I'm in pain. I'm trying. I'm in pain. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here it is, Mike. Uh, Inside Moves, 1980. I think this is Chris Christopherson. No, John Savage, David Morris, uh, Dana uh, Scarwood. Uh, a handicapped after being uh, after an excess, successful unexce- unsuccessful suicide attempt, a man finds common ground and they troubled souls at a local bar. <clears throat> right on. Great movie. Check it out. I, I know you guys will dig it. 
a young David cool. Morris. This is like one of my favorite fucking scenes in the whole movie. Literally, oh, this is, oh shit, I, I gotta scene. stop right now. Yeah, this is <laughs> great. I will <laughs> <laughs> stick an egg roll right up your ass. Uncle Benny. <laughs> uh, this is an opening for the tooth hurdy joke for sure. <laughs> Put an egg roll up your ass. The uncle paid you to get them out of China. What about smuggling? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, uncle Benny's a fucking dentist dream. <laughs> yeah, right. No joke. <laughs> got plenty of work to be done. This is coming from a man who's got some shit teeth too. That's that's a. Oh, me too, brother. I feel you, buddy. I feel oh, you. Man. Wow. I got some. I got some for you guys from IMDb. I'm away for this. The Uncle Benny, uh, dentist in. Oh hell, Uncle Benny. He, he's been in so much shit too. He was in the Fifth Element as well. Mm-hmm. Oh yes, dude. He's. I believe that guy's in Blade Runner too. Mike. Mike. Where the hongs? Huh? <laughs> Like, is he the guy who sells uh, Deckard fucking Chinese food in Blade Runner? No, I thought that was the other guy that's that's also in a shitload of movies that's in... Is it Egg Chan know, from Victorians of China? And, um, he's, in airpl- he's in so many fucking movies. I, hang on. Hang on maybe, watch this. <laughs> maybe this guy's in... Um, I'm sleeping with my wife. Fifth Element. Maybe he's the boat that floats up to. Um, oh, sorry, about the microphone. He floats up yes, to. Yes, um, in, in uh, the Fifth Element. Yes. Yeah, Corbin. Corbin. Multi pass. Yeah. Corbin <laughs> Dallas. Corbin yeah. Dallas, baby. Corbin Dallas. <laughs> and he no, had like J- James Hong is the other guy you're thinking. Of. I got some big nuts. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking lab. That's nitrous. I like how they're all like, Hell yeah, yeah, dude, let's all get high let's on get it. high as fuck. <laughs> fuck yeah. <laughs> We're stoned. <laughs> and, then, and then Leo's in the other room having the worst fucking time of his life. Poor Leo. Last one, last one was the dumb dumb womb, and now he's at a fucking dentist office. <laughs> you're fucking my baby. I'm, you, I got your, your, your baby's having my baby. <laughs> it hasn't happened yet, but it's gonna happen soon. Why'd you call him my son-in-law? Yeah. <laughs> Why is he talking about his ancestors? <laughs> <laughs> it was, this is like a pretty genius way to reveal the Murtaugh. It really is, dude. Yeah. Butters is his son-in-law, or soon to be. Yeah, you're right, dude. It's so brilliant. Yo, babies. What? Having my baby. <laughs> <laughs> my baby's having his baby. Whoa, baby. <laughs> Whoa, baby. Yeah, and everybody's high as a kite. What? Leo's like smiling. What up, what up <laughs> I want to get high too. <laughs> 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 I love his mouth's like full of cotton balls and shit. It's great. What are you guys doing here? Like, what's going on? Like, <laughs> I know he starts smiling. It's like he's ready for the joke. 
Yeah. Why, That's am, I not, for you, why am I not part of this? <laughs> bloody, bloody marvelous. Bloody marvelous. <laughs> it knocks his ass out. <laughs> it healed not me. <laughs> Mm-mm-mm. Weird feed. Weird feed. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. Big fan of feed. Daddy Hong's got a great head of hair, though. Yeah, he, yeah, he does, dude. It's it's the same thing. Very, very solid mustache as well. Yeah, he's got like a, sure. he's, got like a, he's got like a friends Matt, uh, Matt LeBlanc here going on. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> the ladies yeah, are waiting in line for a mustache ride. <laughs> <laughs> All the way to Hong Kong. Holy shit! It's amazing. It's amazing. It's terrible. Ah shit! Salt and pepper hairs here. (laughs) 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 This is all fucked up, though, man. I really hated this scene. Fucking. Oh yeah. Yeah, I don't like it either. But you know what's coming? It's got to happen. We need a catalyst. Like, I love how innocent Jet Li is, though, about it. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And just like how quick. Just like, oh, now nah, nah, you're dead. You're dead. <laughs> you're dead. <laughs> no more and city then, walk for you. Then, 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 also, like, uh, then also Michael Kamen fucking score. Like, it's fucking great, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Man. Fucking throat. <laughs> you fuck. So solid. Finish now while she dies. <laughs> God, which I is crazy because love... Cayman died in in two thousand three. So two thousand three, that's when Cayman died. So yeah, this was like right after. You know, this was one of his. Well, probably not one of his. You know, one one of the more closer to the end of his last movies. Yeah, that breaks my heart. I would love. Yeah, crazy. My ultimate thing would be to talk to Cayman, uh, but I was thinking like maybe we can talk to like Cayman's like. Uh, children or if he has children I, I didn't do any research on it really but like like the his sort of like his family because michael Kamen is the ultimate action fucking he's the ultimate action score man he's amazing mm-hmm. he makes the action scores um they go beyond that i think they're better than most scores to this to like the last fucking 20 years <laughs> he's an amazing amazing he's an amazing guy amazing musician and I don't feel like he's got any recognition besides like us people here who watch like *Lethal Weapon* or uh, *Last Action Hero* or uh, *Last Boy Scout* or whatever else. But like, 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 literally, like, um, yeah. He Michael Keaton is the the jam, and I don't think he, he got any recognition for how much of the jam he actually is. Yes, literally the jam. <laughs> he is the jam. <laughs> Uh, dude, and so finally, it, like with the movie, we finally get to the plot of the film, like Here. an hour and thirty minutes yeah. in, with only like thirty three, thirty four minutes left, which is kind of weird because yeah. you don't really know what the fuck all of this is for until right now. It's a counter. It's all about counterfeit fucking making counterfeit money. Yeah, which is and, weirdly, and, weirdly enough, man, uh, it's Manhunter. It's not Manhunter. It's uh, 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 to live and live die, die in L.A. LA. 
with yeah. with fucking Michael Kamen who fucking helped write the score for that fucking movie yeah. with Tangerine <laughs> Dream. So like it's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's funny, too, like uh, this whole sequence right here where, where they come after Riggs. I had the whenever I saw this in theaters, I had the same thought at the beginning where the guy gets hit from behind. I was like, fucking drive forward. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Even as like a 13 year old kid, I had that thought. <laughs> Isn't there a scene like that in Eraser with Arnold at the end? I don't know, man. It's been a long time since I've seen that one. I think there's a car over a railroad tracks and Arnold's like, well. Hey, wait, like, you'd, hey, hey, we all had a call with railway tracks, man. Hey. And he, like, leaves and, like, what? What? It's almost like Shooter McGavin. He's oh, just shit. like, fuck you. Fuck you, man. And then he <laughs> gets hit. So, yeah. <laughs> 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 Whatever. I got Lauren ain't around. Yeah. That's that shooting. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't going out like Lebowski's neighbor. Yeah, right. <laughs> Got that fool. Well, well, Mike, he can't go in reverse, but he could go, go forward. Yeah. <laughs> Makes a lot of sense. Yes, that was always an option. <laughs> Problem is, why wouldn't he go forward to begin with? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Like, even from like the beginning of the movie, that was my first thought. Even seeing it as a kid, it's like, dude, just drive. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You're a little smart of me as a kid, man. I didn't know, but I I grew up in my dad was like, well, why is the gun empty? But like, he's still shooting guns at somebody. I'm like, what? <laughs> okay. And like, like, why is Arnold like uh, uh, knocking a per- trying to knock a person off the side of the freeway? But like, his car oh, changes like like uh, solid to decrepit every every other scene. What? <laughs> I don't know. What is this? It's Conan. It's, it's a co- commando. I'm like, what? What? He's like, yeah, look at what's the word? Oh, yeah, inconsistency. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. inconsistency okay, I don't know what's going top. on. <laughs> yeah, hey. I like this Jesus cop in the other the, the leather jacket <laughs> in the back, <laughs> and he's just kind of there. He never, he's got like one other line earlier in the station, and then he's just he, he, he just had another one, he had another one but he's just yeah, there dude. with his hair. It is a nice mane. I'll give it. That's nice. It's beautiful oh. fucking mane. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I'm into it. I'm into it. Okay. Christ himself would be impressed. Like <laughs> <laughs> Christ. Upon my white Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus cop. <laughs> that that look of confusion. Oh man, y'all just watch him these scenes. It's hilarious watching his reactions. <laughs> anyway, <sighs> disappeared. Oh. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, Christ. He, he had a great idea for a, a Jesus Christ uh, comic. I still love it to this day. It's never, been, it's never ever been made, but I would love to hear it ever. Uh, where Jesus Christ was secretly a vampire. And uh, <laughs> that's when he comes back. <laughs> yeah, he hit, he hit, he hit all he hit all the fucking disciples with fucking vampirisms, 
And that was amazing. So I guess like, their like, blood never... becomes his sacrament. It's like a fucking complete. <laughs> it was... I like yeah, it. Joseph hits him up. He rolls that rock across and shit, and like, like, like oh Christ! And then like, and then like Jesus bites him in the fucking jugular, and he's like, oh shit, I'm a fucking vampire now. <laughs> and all vampires and shit. Which I hate vampires, but Martin always had the best idea for the vampire. So, uh, but yeah. I'd read that comic. Hell yeah, dude! That sounds pretty good. It's pretty rad, man. Yeah. Well, interview is interview is pretty good though. I think it's probably one of the other uh, one of the other. How does an immortal right? become immortal again? You know, like Jesus is immortal <laughs> after he dies, technically. <laughs> now he's a vampire, so he's doubly mortal. <laughs> oh, Mar- Mar- or do they cancel each that, other out like division? <laughs> that was, that was uh, Mar's play on it. We we both. Uh, he asked me like like help me with this, and we both kind of came around with ideas. Like it, it's just uh, it's just a fun like to play on history because. Who knows who fucking Jesus was Jesus? Who no fucking knows? <laughs> so you just fuck around. You can fuck around with the fucking whole storyline. It's fun. So who knows? Right on. Yeah. Uh, I do, one thing I have to say about this movie, I think this is why I have problems with it. It's just the plot literally unfurls in like 10 minutes right here, like towards the end. And then it's, oh, yeah. Yeah, it's just fight sequences. Yeah. You know what I mean? You don't yeah. really know yeah. what yeah. the fuck is going on. We also know what all like, of this is. What's up? Uh, we don't have like we also don't have scenes like that like that weird scene it's a good it's a good looking scene but like the scene where like butters and Murtal uh, uh head out on the freeway it's like an overpass and it's like a, it's like an overlay of the whole city and it's like i've never seen that in any leaflet movie before like like it's just very serious is it serious like i'm not sure because Riggs is in here <laughs> Riggs is somewhere else it's like what is this this is fucking strange but like yeah like like yeah i, I agree with you mike like it's not now it's serious whoa okay because uh, well, Riggs, Riggs pulled out a fucking townhouse with his fucking dually and destroyed a fucking. Well, I'm not even house. talking about like seriousness. It's just like the plot. Like you don't know what's what the whole fucking. You don't know what's going on in this entire movie until like this last like 12 minutes, you know. And right now, and I love all this shit too. Them driving in, honking the horns and all that. And then all of a sudden, it's just like fight sequence at the end. You know what I mean? Right. Right. There's some emotion. It's some, there's, I, I think there's definitely some emotion involved, but I think I, I don't think they really get into like the actual serious core. The four pups. Of this thing. Yeah, until like the last, yeah, the last like uh, 30, 40 minutes in, uh, uh, left of the movie. So. You don't even know about counterfeiting until the last 37 minutes. You're like, holy shit, okay, that's what's going on. <laughs> uh, it's, it's also weird that like uh, Murtaugh wears the same suit jacket the whole time, then Riggs uh, uh, somehow wears like a black, like, windbreaker at some point it's like oh it's black so like some bad things are going to happen now because we're in a black windbreaker I'm like all right cool <laughs> <laughs> fuck you <laughs> that's my fuck you it's thing. beautiful <laughs> <laughs> it's beautiful yeah oh shut that oh. pool damn okay. we got two of them real quick you're beautiful <laughs> <laughs> they saved each other. Yeah, best part, the best part of all this, though, is that um, um, you have these like uh, sort of actors that like will come back eventually after a while and do a movie together, and it feels kind of forced. Uh, uh, Mel Gibson and Danny Glover never feel forced. They feel like they are part of each other the whole time. Yeah, like, every, never, like every movie. I, They've just got that chemistry down, Pat. <clears throat> yeah, I think there's a lot of uh, uh, movies out there that they try to continue on things with, like especially like say like say just roughly, uh, uh, Rush Hour. We have the Rat, uh, Brett Ratman, 
directing those movies, who's a pile of shit person. Uh, but um, he cannot keep up that. He directs all three, but um, there's, there's never a true feeling all through all three films. But uh, Donner keeps that feeling through all four, uh, at least between the true characters. Uh, even if the, the true, uh, you know, the true line of the movie is like not the best for us, but like we have uh, these great characters. So. For sure, I hate to cut you off, but I love that they finally reveal that Trish is, yeah. is Ebony Clark. Ebony She's been Clark, writing all the romance novels. <laughs> <laughs> like, wait, Trish is Ebony Clark? He's like, yeah, she writes all those sexy cheesy novels. Like, yeah, that's Trish. <laughs> is it Ebony Clark? What? Ebony Clark is the the, the uh, second child, right? What? That, that's, oh, that's, that's Ebony, her, Ebony that's Clark is the name. writer of all those scumbag. Uh... That's her pseudonym. Her writer's yeah. pseudonym. It's whatever. a pseudo, It's a pseudonym, but you guys, you guys understand that it's 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 the uh the, like the third child, right, in the Murtaugh family. Oh, is it really? Yeah, it's her name. Ebony and... Her first name is Ebony. I'm not sure about her last name, but I'm pretty sure it's. It, but her first well, name I'm is Ebony. I'm assuming it's Murtaugh. It's their daughter. <laughs> I wonder if she pulled <laughs> Ebony from that. All right. Let me look it up right here for you guys. Check it out. Uh, there's Carrie. Carrie Murtaugh. Carrie Murtaugh. What, what, what a name. Yeah, I don't think Ebony was the daughter's name. That's just her pseudonym, you know? And it's sexy because she's an Ebony woman. Uh, <laughs> no, there's no, there's, it's not a pseudonym. It's her real name. That's the thing. Whose real name? Uh, the third child. We have I'm, Renee. I'm looking at the credits the older, for Lethal Weapon One. I don't see your name. Renee is the first child, um, and then we have uh, Nick, who's the, the second. Renee, you mean Rihanna? Who's Ebony? Where's Ebony? It's her real name. Hold on, here we go. Hold on, I'm figuring it out right now. Yeah, I went through the whole cast of Lethal Weapon One. There's only, I think we were wrong about the number. Of, there's only three kids, not four. There's Nick Murtaugh, Rianne Murtaugh, Carrie Murtaugh. <clears throat> Yeah, you're, you're hitting all the Murtaugh's. Is there, uh... Well, right to the teeth. I know these fight sequences are so Yeah, here it is. Ebony, Jet, Ebony like... Smith. Ebony Smith is uh, Carrie Murtaugh. Oh, okay. I it's see. Tiny girl. The, the, she does an awesome rap in the first club and look like, uh, don't want to love her. Oh, the, yeah. the actor's oh, name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you meant it was like the do- like the fourth daughter's name. I was like, what? Yeah. No, she's the third. But yeah, the yeah. actor's name. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. That's what I've been trying to say. <laughs> she's she is. It was uh, hard to understand. <laughs> she is the third child, and she is older in this. It's crazy seeing her in this movie. But yeah, er, Ebony Smith is her name, and and I I, I don't I feel like that was definitely a, a nod to her. Could uh, be, yeah. Yeah, I, I but that's just weird that you would name the sex character after. Yeah, <laughs> like, dude, and finally, I love this that the tie in they're, they're having the fight sequence in the rain at the end, just like at the end of the first one as well. Oh yeah, kind of tying it all back in together. This 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 scene scared me as a kid. I was like, oh, well, so like, Riggs or Murtar are fucking dead. Which one will die? I have no idea. And I thought as a kid... I After like, Lethal Weapon 2, I was like, they're not going to kill him in this one. They didn't kill him in 2, even though I thought right. they did. <laughs> right. Um, and uh, it, it was weird, though, too, because, like, Richard Donner, like, changes his, like... He changes his directing style. It's so different. It's just, like... What do you mean? I don't know. There's, 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 there's scenes where, like, where, where Ridley brings his, do- his, his, his brother down... 
it's in a weird like sort of Dutch angle, and then cut back to Rick and Bertrand like, yeah, maybe we should, you know, we maybe we should just walk away from all this stuff, yeah, like you know. <laughs> hey, Bertrand's kind of, right though; they got family, they got kids coming. He ain't worth dying over. He's yeah. right. But you, but you can see the different of like he has a man who's always evolved in directing with a howitzer. Like it's it's know, incredible. Right? It's why I respect him so much. It's why we all respect him so much. He's it's a dude who he continuously fucking this evolves as a director. That was one yeah. pissed. Yeah, I, I hear you, buddy. That's one pissed off fucking face that. Just, <laughs> 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 Don't That's you want to know though? With the rooftop leaking in. That that it's all. It looks very Donner esque to me. I'm just you know to me. I love this. So you say we'll come back and get him later with a howitzer is a fucking great line. I love that line. <laughs> I, I think it becomes more uh, Donner after this because I think Donner, yeah, he has a style, but like like the fact the man has he has no qualms evolving in style with cinematographer or a cameraman or camera lady, and he can do some fun stuff here. He does some some Dutch angles, and it's just it's awesome. It's yeah, this fight but, sequence alone is just so fucking badass, man. Yeah, that that, that little opening too, where M- Mel does the fake out and hits Raj. I was like, why? You, I never understood that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like and a soccer fake scene. out or something. Here's the big fight scene, right, Mike? Oh yeah, yeah, we've been yeah, we've been in it. It's, yeah, dude. it's amazing. I'm sorry, I'm, I got a little bit of late for you guys, so. Hey. Oh right, yeah, yeah. I'm still in it with you guys, but I, I got I got like a tiny like, I got like a maybe like a twenty second delay. So man, gotcha. Oh man, that would not get that kick good. to the fucking face. Oh Ooh. god. No, no, but Donner keeps it real, man. I, I don't. It's it's filmed really well, but like like all the the uh, the Glover like oh, oh like the fucking like it's all like feels very real to me. It always has. This looks very fucking painful. Uh, <laughs> like yeah, everything about does. this, it feels like you can feel it through the screen. It's it's incredible choreography, and yeah. you know, I mean, when you got Jet Li, literally the fucking, oh. what you know, the heir to like the Bruce Lee throne. Same with Jackie Chan. <laughs> like right, it's just, yeah, I love that too. Mel throws the, his fucking Mel's arm out. broke. Yeah, arm ar- yeah. arm dislocation again. Yeah, yeah, that's great. And I just I love fight sequences in rain. It just adds so much drama oh, to it. <laughs> well, that that one scene is my one of my favorite scenes of any movie of all time. That scene with that faraway shot where they um where they they break away from each other, and he and it's like it's like them and, and underneath the dock, and like Gibson goes to the fucking porch uh and to break to fucking just, uh, put his shoulder back in, and fucking gently falls on the other side. It's just a wide yeah. shot. It's fucking awesome. Oh yeah. my god, fucking great. He's about to fucking break his neck, man. Yeah, um, dude. Is, uh, I look at yeah, with the that rebar, rebar, baby. Oh, God, dude. Got like, to reinforce dude, that lung. straight through his fucking lung. Yeah, no, like he yeah. that fool, uh, he done. Like, he choked on his blood. It is raw and it is fucked up. And it oh. works so oh, man. well. When he fucking movie. grabs him. Oh, oh. man. That, mu- that came in music. We, we're not, we're uh, right now, uh, all that shot right there, all the lightning yeah. hitting and everything. It's so uh, dude. And then, of course, the concrete's going to break. <laughs> yeah. I feel like in every lethal weapon, we've had somebody dying in water. What's the, what's the last one we saw him die in water? Uh, uh, 
I don't know who died in three. There is girl is girlfriend oh, wait, wait, in yeah. part two to Death in Water. Yeah. yeah, and then the guy yeah. in the pool defeating at Richard Donner's. House. Oh sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Richard Donner's house. Three, yeah, I think three. We missed out on three. I can't. Th- uh, there may be. I just can't remember. Oh, three. Uh, no, I don't remember because I, I think no, part, just just part, Joe Pesci almost is, dying um, on the ice. <laughs> Part two is oh, for... Yeah. Oh, I uh, love a- this fucking shot with the machine gun. Yeah, dude. That's BK, BK, baby. Yeah. Fucking dope, man. Underwater. Dodge that, bitch. <laughs> Fuck, Mike is right. Uh, Rob, uh, uh, Tron's right. Yeah. Dude, wow. The underwater fucking AK shot. I forgot. It, looks, it looks really good. It looks really good. Oh, it looks amazing, dude. But we forgot. Um, there's a scene of in Leo's apartment where uh, uh, Riggs falls down with him into the pool, and he fucking he's fucking dead. Oh yeah, yeah. Where who falls oh. in the pool? Uh, the the guy who comes through him with the, the with a plate in uh, Leo's apartment. Oh, Weapon Two. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Two. Oh, this is me. And, this is me and Mike's thing coming up soon. Yeah. I'm with you, baby. With you, baby. <laughs> Damn, dude, that's brutal. Fucking waited. Yeah, no oh, shit. Well, to me, baby. Oh, this is a, this is. Such a great scene. Fucking scene. It's all, yeah. all of us is fucking awesome. And it's still not my favorite one in the movie, too. That's the crazy part. I know. Yeah, I know. So fucking great. This is fucking rad as fuck. It's so well shot. Oh, all the all the stuff like the the sort of like uh, foliage underneath. Yeah, the dock. Oh. Yeah, the foliage in the dock, like side scan. With like, it's it's fucking. Uh, it's Donner at the best, man. Fuck. What a, what a I hear you, Riggs. Riggs. I hear you, baby. You got Riggs, baby. We got Riggs. I got you, Riggs. I I love it. It's oh, so fucking good. I hear you, baby. I hear you. <laughs> <laughs> Ebony Clark's coming to save you, boy. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's weird. Like I, I don't know whether or not like Shane Black would write that or fucking um, uh, was it was what's his name? Stephen Bissett. I, I forget the guy who wrote the uh, who co-wrote part two and part three in in this one. Or like man, uh, Philip Kaufman, I think was one of them. Is he Kaufman? Okay. Philip we have Kaufman, two, yeah. so. But, I mean, and then, my and then, God. Then Chome or something like that for this one? I forget. <clears throat> uh, hang yeah. on. I'm looking up to. Jeffrey, I'm sorry, Bohm. Jeffrey Bohm. Bohm, yeah. Uh, I, he I was don't credited know on the first one. Boom, 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 boom. Boom, 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 is. Yeah, uh, he, Shane Black didn't have to do with the story on three and four at all. <clears throat> right, right. But boom. He gets it. He did a great job. So. Yeah, I agree. I mean, he was uncredited on the first script, so he's been there since day one. Mm-hmm. Now, and this is my favorite of... scene in the movie. Oh, yeah, yeah! Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's fucking sad. It's like, it's it's one of those bittersweet, heartfelt, and also heartbreaking moments, you know? Mm-hmm. We, we do the finger thing, and it's, it's fucking great. I love it. Oh, it's you, it's you, yeah. You, it's the story guys, we get from. Are you guys uh, with 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 with, Gip, with Riggs and at, at, at Riggs is at his at at his wife's gravesite. Yeah, yeah. This is rough, but it's good though. It's all good. So. I'm looking for help here, honey. It's my favorite scene in the movie <sighs> by far. It's arguably my favorite scene in all four of the movies, oh, except oh, maybe shit. the scene. 
Except maybe the scene on the boat in part three between because I'm all about the, <laughs> I'm all about the emotionality. <laughs> oh, and I love Leo shows up. He's just so it's perfect timing for him in this movie. Fucking oh, Leo, dude. The Leo scene is the best scene, dude. Froggy. Yeah, exactly. Froggy. I was like, yeah, I'll leave you alone for a sec. It's like, I'd appreciate it. Then he just immediately goes in to tell a story. <laughs> and look yeah. at his face. He's like, what the fuck? I just told you to what? <laughs> like, leave me alone. Just give me a second. Let me tell you this. I love this whole delivery. <laughs> Riggs' is incredulous face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, this is the only, <laughs> it's so weird, but this is the only like in-depth thing we get from Leo in all of the movies. He's in. Right. <laughs> Any kind right. of glimpse into his character and, and like, you know, psyche. <laughs> Other than just being a fucking con man. <laughs> <laughs> I killed him. <laughs> You're my froggy. <laughs> oh, Leah, I'm terrible to you. <laughs> what a sad sack Leo is. It's, it's really sad, man. It's really heartbreaking. It's really good. <laughs> Well, from Joe Pesci. And that's why this, like, this guy, his, his best friend was a fucking frog growing up. No wonder he goes out of his way to, to get whatever it, whatever anyone wants around him to get affirmation from him, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, man, I, got, I, got, I got Turtle and Tank in the next, in the next room. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I feel it. But like, like, I think that that Yeah, scene... but that's not your best friend. <laughs> your only friend. <laughs> it's a weird friend. I'll say that much. And a weird personable friend. But I think that Leo's story here is the most compelling story. Well, it's I, just great time. Yeah. With him being a, at the grave, it's it's perfect. It it is, but like like the fact is Pesci says it, he he speaks it. We have Gibson going like, honey, I gotta get a weird angel you send him to me right now. I don't fucking know. Like it, like all that stuff is it but I got the perfectly together. It, all of it. Yeah. Oh. And then I love this scene. And fucking Lorna. Oh my god, no! Just fucking <laughs> My legs are staying closed. <laughs> and she Give grabs the old lady's fucking IV. <laughs> hey, I'm going to check on Joanna, guys. I'll be right back. You're good, man. No, I'm not right, Riggs. I said I didn't want to get married, but I do. <laughs> 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 you said okay <laughs> you gonna say no right now before she rips your fucking right. throat out quicker than right. Jet Lee could've <laughs> <laughs> this is not the time to fuck around with this woman <laughs> give my throat a break dude yeah <laughs> <laughs> exactly 
I was on my way to the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So good. <laughs> just beat the fuck up beyond belief. Good Dude. God. I promise not to go find any Chinaman anymore, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> that was one tough-ass Chinaman, dude. Yeah, was, yeah his ear has got Fucking fun. bad motherfucker. Yeah, I know. I know. Jesus Christ. It's coming now. <laughs> <laughs> I love this. <laughs> she fucking, she's so pissed. <laughs> Everybody calm down. That never helps. <laughs> that never it's like the lad that's like fucking literally just throwing fucking you yeah. know a nuclear bomb on a napalm fire <laughs> Dude, calm down baby calm down calm down <laughs> fucking calm yeah no you're not but okay <laughs> you said anything <laughs> all a bunch of fonzies here <laughs> yeah right uh, there's a rabbi I love it, too. <laughs> <laughs> sure, I wouldn't give birth to no bathrooms. I don't have time for no hijinks. <laughs> <laughs> okay, muscle tough. <laughs> <laughs> They're hanging around the chair. Oh, shit. I made it. I'm I made it. This is Lorna. Oh, Martin Lorna. What am I doing? How do you give him a do this? I don't know. Hey. <laughs> I used to I used to think this was uh I think used to think was uh, uh John Landis back in the day when I was a kid. It's not John Landis. I can kinda at all. see that. I, I can that was John Landis. I was even thinking, is this guy is he in another movie? Is he a rabbi? I don't know. He plays the parts of Yeah, I did Blue Bullet. Yeah, I did Emma House. Yeah, fuck you. I I did it. <laughs> and at some point yeah, I thought, I was, was, I thought it was uh, was uh, uh what's his name? Uh who did uh that misery in Spinal Tap. I forget that mean, but uh, he did, yeah. Great, great director. The director Rob of Misery, Robert. Yeah, I thought it was, he's thinking it was Rob Reiner too at some point, but yeah. I can see that too. Yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah. Oh, there's, oh, talk of the head. Talk of the head. <laughs> <laughs> how long it took me to feel that thing all day. <laughs> oh, it's his, his piss jug. Yeah. Apple pop, motherfuckers. <laughs> Muscle top. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I gotta say, uh, I was I was peeing just now, but uh, Froggy is uh, one of the greatest monologues of all time. From uh, it's just really sad, yeah. but just so well done. It's very well done. It's very sad, but also uplifting at the same time. So I and love can, that too. And Martin hops back out the door real quick. Thanks, buddy. Gives him yeah. a hug. Aww. Yeah, he needed that Froggy hug. <laughs> I, 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 I think it's a great scene. Still a great scene. Oh yeah, yeah. And the hug, the hug is great. Yeah. And you could just see it, Leo get immediately happy about that. I love it, man. I love it too, man. I do too. That's why I want Leo to be in the fucking fifth movie. He had to be there, man. So let's think about this. This came out in '98. '98. Yeah. So this is going to be twenty, at least twenty-three, twenty. So I guarantee we're going. These little babies are going to have a part in the plot. Oh, they have to, dude. Don't lethal weapon five. Yeah, I love, they have to. I love all the bruises on on, on Mel's face. Yeah, that's what we were saying. Like he just got yeah. fucked up. <laughs> he got his lunch taken, dude. Like fuck. 
Okay, let's 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 do a little guessing game here. Who do you, you think guys, is going to play you, the kids? You guys know this, right? Like 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 Gibson is going to go like, hey, Donner wants us to finish this thing off. Oh, so saying, I bet I bet these kids are going to be part of the storyline. One hundred percent. It's going to be twenty twenty three. No. Yeah, dude, God, who we get to play him? I don't know, man. Fuck. Gibson's gonna Gibson's gonna get it's gonna be everybody, man. The Murtaugh family will be back. I guarantee you that the the Murtaugh family will be back. But I'm I would be surprised who he gets back for it. I know I I, I have a feeling that Rene Rousseau will definitely be there. Obviously, Danny will be there. Um uh Captain will be there. Uh but uh, and I think Captain might be retired at this point. But um, I'm surprised. I, I would be surprised who they get back because I think this is this is a big thing. Like Donner's dead, and it's a lot of things that people want to to be a part of to sort of respect the man. So we'll see. Yeah, definitely. I like how Leo grabbed one of the captain's badges. <laughs> I did too, and puts it in his pocket immediately. And like, yeah. he's like, oh yeah, you're sergeant again. The city self assured. He's like, shit, I thought they were going to make us president. <laughs> <laughs> I love how Pesci like breaks, breaks that fucking urinal fucking cup and then buys the disposable <laughs> camera. And I love all that stuff. It's great. Yeah, it's solid. And we are a family. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's going to happen soon. I'm a little behind you guys, but it's gonna happen. So, <laughs> I do love the the closing credits of this movie it too. Is cool. like all the pictures, yeah. from, oh, it's one of all, my all the four movies. It's really fucking cool. That's very sick. It's one of my favorites. Why can't, Why can't we be friends? Yeah. Yep. Yep. It's great. It is solid. It's just awesome. It's awesome. Like a, 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 a director who really cares about shit with 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 actors and actresses. And producers and uh, production artists and stunt artists, like, like, like literally, it's like for everybody. I think Richard Donner was for all these people, and that's what this montage is at the end. So yeah, I think that's sure. a I mean, it's, good it's for the whole crew and everyone that's been involved. You know, all you know, over ten years at this point when this movie came out, eleven. I think that's crazy. Yeah, it's nuts, dude. Wow, dude, twelve. There it is. That, that, that's what we're for. We did it. Yes, yes, yes. Dude, so Whole good. series done. Until and five I, comes. <laughs> yeah, right? We'll have, do, we'll, have do, we'll have to do a special episode for part five when that comes out. Oh, I agree. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Yeah. I'm curious who they're going to pick to play the kids, man. This will be an interesting yeah, one. Yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting. to. to I mean, even now, even like thinking of people... I can't even think of anyone off the top of my head. I can't head either, like man, because it's going to be the younger. It's going to be the younger crowd, right? So it's going to be. Right. They'll probably get like Denzel Washington's son to play the young Murtaugh or something. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> or the, 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 the young Butters, I mean, so to speak. <laughs> Since I forget, he's not a Murtaugh. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, we get we get a lot of uh, weapons stuff to cover. So, but Richard Donner stuff to cover. It, it, it's all great stuff he did. But um, it the, the the I feel like the best thing for a director a director a director you really love is a person who can really like define the genre and also sort of like escalate and create his own genre and uh, I think Richard Donner is that character he's that Absolute, director that person. absolutely yeah without question dude and just like uh, as, as Deason was saying earlier man this is definitely his magnum opus dude like. 
this this just this four movie run is just fucking stunning from beginning to end. And regardless of where we place four in our favorite to least favorite, takes nothing away from how fucking awesome of a movie it is. Yeah, oh, and, yeah I mean, well, he's directed everybody. other classics and other great films. It's just, but these four, just something special about them. And I, I feel like Maverick even goes in this too, just because the cameo you get in that movie. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well. But yeah, no, I, I love Le- the, the, the the Lethal Weapon series is is arguably my favorite buddy cop, not only series but just movies. You know, they set the fucking tone in '87, and it's just kind of been that's the tone you shoot for ever since. You know. Right. And I, I love everything about these movies. Richard Donda's work is incredible. Mel, Danny, the whole fucking crew, Shane Black, of course. It's it's just yeah, it's one of my favorite series of all time, and I cannot wait for part five. I I'm sad that it's done. We, we finished it. I wish it was longer. I, I mean I mean I'm glad it's not longer because it that'd be it could be a problem, but I think that five could be really great to finish everything off. But like like the fact that we're done with the Richard Donner uh, Lethal Weapon series. It's kind of sad when you think about it. Like, <laughs> like, 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 we should probably have done it like uh, every year, but we did it, and um, we love it. And um, I yeah, love, I, I, I love I'm this man. Sad. I'm, I'm kind of looking forward too to also talk about more Donner shit in the future. It'll be fun. Though. Yeah, he, he's got. A, he's, well, he's got. You know, people always forget. Like, like, like. All right, we got. You know, we have Lethal Weapon, but like. We, did you forget that the man who made Little Woman did the fucking The Omen? Like, it's a big, right. it's a big fucking movie back in the day, right? Um, but he also did a lot of subtle things, too, you know, which I mentioned tonight. Uh, uh, sort of a bar hopper uh, movie. But when we did 16 Blocks, we, we got a lot of stuff to talk about with Donald. Conspiracy theory, people kind of throw it in the trash. Mike, I know Mike is a big it's fan a of it. And so am I. I'm a huge fan. And we've already but, talked like, about Maverick, which is another great one. We did, yeah. Maverick's on a podcast. We did a podcast on Maverick a long time ago. But, um, uh, but yeah, I, I would love to just talk about fucking Richard Donner. He's just a fucking awesome fucking dude, man. Yeah. Awesome Absolutely. Like, no prejudice. Just a good guy. Like, literally a good person, like, <laughs> very rare in Hollywood, but a good dude who hates, uh, ends up hating Hollywood. <laughs> and mm. I don't know many people who remember this, but I think we've mentioned this before in the podcast, but uh, people have to remember that Richard Donner, his last movie, he, the last movie he did was in 2016. Um, yeah, he, he got out. Um, and I was watching um, with my wife, Joanna. Uh, we were watching uh, Mulholland Drive, and the last the, the, the last David Lynch movie is in two thousand one. So, yeah, there there are certain directors where it's like, yeah, I'm done. Fuck it, I'll make one more great movie. I'm fucking out, and I'm out. Well, I mean, even Donner doing his last movie was you know, he was like eighty five. <laughs> I mean, that's fucking wild, wild. dude. It's crazy. Yeah, well, I mean, Lynch is not any older. He's older. He might be older than fucking Richard Donner, honestly. But I don't think yeah. he's in his fucking late nineties. <laughs> uh, I think they, Mel, Mel Lynch is Lynch is close. His... Lynch is close. Huh? That's crazy. Yeah, it's close. Uh, he's doing he's doing weather reports right now from his fucking art room, uh, which is awesome. He's an amazing mm. guy. But uh, but uh, the man did 
I won't get too much into this right now because it's late, but like Richard, like literally David Lynch did fucking 18 episodes of basically, they call it a third season of, of, of a, uh, Twin Peaks. I consider it like four movies. So um, you try it out at fucking 80 years old. You fucking write a script and you write fucking 80, 18 episodes. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. Yeah. You try it out. See how it works for you. <laughs> but um but anyway. yeah it, it, it's it's incredible like um uh, this is a thing really like uh, we, i know we haven't done little rings yet we haven't done uh we haven't done um uh harry potter we haven't done some of the big uh season uh episodes yet but um we did we did die hard uh it was a big one for us right around mm-hmm. christmas time but we did lose the weapon. It's a big, uh, and lose the weapon's a big thing for all of us. It's a huge thing, and um, I'm just happy to be here on this show with you guys. And I'm glad we got to do it. So, yeah, absolutely. I think we did it justice, honestly. Yeah, Worth we knocked this shit, knocked it out of the park, man. And I, dude, I'm just glad, like, like Jim was saying. Got to sit down with my boys and talk about all this shit. It was fun, man. So I'm, I'm glad we we fucking knocked it out. Yeah, dude, it was solid as fuck. Yeah, it's it, it's it's rad and it's 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 weird. Like you did it, you know. Like 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 you finally get to that point. Where like I, I I'm doing a podcast. I know at one point I want I want, I want a couple of things. I want like I want to talk about Die Hard. I want to talk about Leith, I want to talk about Lethal Weapon. I want to talk about uh, uh, Mad Max. I want to talk about Blade Runner. I want to talk about you know whatever like showgirls for me at least <laughs> well, it'll happen eventually, <laughs> but like, like you want there's there's things that you want to talk about, and we did both of them. We did fucking Die Hard trilogy, and we did the fucking Lethal Weapon quadrilogy. Wow, incredible! Yeah, pretty. It's yeah, man, and, and I'm just and I'm you know and I thank everybody out there for sticking with us and listening to us and all of this you know going through us on this journey because it's just as fun for us as hopefully as it is for y'all out there for sure yeah right yeah absolutely man and i'm really glad that you guys are listening and you can also find us on podbean yes by right the way yes yeah 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 um before we get into podbean uh i, I, I want to mention one thing lat uh one thing uh else before we get off here uh i, I want to mention that um you know uh you know, we're, we do a podcast. We do we we doing podcasts for about four years. Uh, me, Mike, and Tron, uh, and and it was me and Mike beforehand, and uh, Tron just came in very early on, and um, <clears throat> we've been doing reviews for a long time, and we try not to be like a negative guy, um, and you know, try not to be a negative guy. I know it's hard to not be a negative guy. I've done it. Uh, Mike done it. Tron done it. We've all done it before. But, but um, um, I think we take a different perspective on things, and I think it's what makes us different. And we are continuous. So that's all I have to say for that. And <laughs> right back to Tron. Yes. Uh, if you guys want to go back and listen to our full uh, catalog, go back to Podbean. Uh, Podbean has our our total uh uh catalogs everything on there yeah we everything mm-hmm. on there i actually set up our website today on podbean okay we have a we have a website on podbean uh if you want to check it out go ahead it's up to you um i created it <laughs> it's up to you guys 
Um, but um, it doesn't look really that much different from what we had for the last like four years. But um, yeah, I, I I tried to change up some stuff and I made the uh, the lighting in the background black and dark and whatever. Check it out. Fuck the internet. Who cares? You want to get the podcast? Do it. <laughs> Fucking no. But um, anyways. Yeah, but just download Podbean. Everything's on there, guys. You know, just like it, it's even yeah. got shit I can't find on fucking iTunes. So, like, yeah, dude. Forever. Please listen to us on there. It goes way the fuck back. Yeah, we're oh, on yeah. pot. Yeah, we're on Podbean. We're on pot. We're on uh, iTunes. We're on Spotify. And uh, uh, through um, iTunes, we actually, um, luckily enough, I didn't know this to this day, guys. Um, we like if you're uploaded to uh, iTunes, we're also like like indoctrinated to like four other fucking podcasts oh so shit. hey okay who knows i didn't know until this day i was like yeah, I, don't, I don't fucking care i'm doing a podcast with my friends i don't fucking know but apparently it worked out so uh but uh yeah check us out um we no no payments just hang out with us and talk to us and um uh thanks for being here and uh, I, I don't know if i mentioned it before but um Hit us up with the PCP podcast at uh, PCP podcast 666 at gmail.com. That's our email. If you want to hit us up with some questions or whatever, we're glad enough. We'll quit, we'll answer them for you. And um, yeah, we're here. We're here to rock and roll. Um, and uh, thank you so much for listening. And Mike Cron, anything else you guys want to say? We no, just thank, thankful for everybody listening in and tuning in next week, man. Still